Hey guys, Sleeper Kid here. You're about to listen to our newest episode of Wrestling with Fetish. Uh, we think might be the only fetish podcast out there, but uh, we have a very special guest uh, today, the lovely Caroline Pierce. And uh, Legend in her field has been doing um, mainstream adult work and fetish work for um, for quite some time now. I think she mentioned since like uh, since '96, '97. Um, but uh, yeah, she uh, she's well known by all, and uh, and just really funny laid back, cool, has some amazing stories to tell, uh, and some great insight into this, uh, this world we live in. So sit back, relax, um, give it a listen, and we'll see you next time. Hey guys, Sleeper Kid here. Welcome to, uh, well, welcome back to Wrestling with Fetish. Hopefully you've been listening for a while now. Um, today is Wednesday, June 14th, 2017. Um, and uh, we are very lucky to be here with um, someone, I guess you could, yeah, I could call you legendary and, uh, <laughs> and, and very well known and also, you know, stunningly beautiful, very talented. Uh, but someone we're having to our place, me and, uh, and Jacqueline Velvets, uh, for the first time this week to shoot. Yeah. And you just got in early today, but Caroline Pierce. Yes, thank you for having me. And this is the part where people would applaud if oh. we have. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so you got in just about I don't know a couple hours ago, and yeah, got in oh, uh, four hours ago. Or Everything okay? Flight all right? Flight was fine. <laughs> oh, that's right. Then you had a little bit of right. The flight was fine. I've forgotten that the Atlanta airport is the biggest airport in the freaking world. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, had a bit of a snafu with my car rental because they can just go fuck right off. And that's <laughs> fine because then I took a lift. Well, yeah. I mean, we're not going to name the, the, the name of the company, I guess. Um, but oh, it's a fuck right off company. Mm-hmm. If you choose to um, to give a certain uh, lower amount of money to them, then that would signify their name. That's about as close as I can get to it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I've, I've dealt with them before too, and it's a fucking nightmare. Oh. Um, but you're here. Yes, I'm here. It's well, all good. Welcome to your temporary home. Um, so this week we're going to be shooting uh, some really cool stuff with Caroline. We'll be doing uh, tons of like pro wrestling tomorrow. I think yeah. knockout stuff. Uh, got one custom where some girl drugs you, and oh, then uh, no. then you have to come back and somehow fight back and defeat her at the end. And oh, stuff like that. so oh I will prevail. Yeah, lots of drama. Absolutely. And then on Friday, you're working with my lovely wife. Yes, um, I am. I have no idea what she has cooked up for you, but she usually comes up with, with amazing stuff. Uh, and then you're also shooting uh, magician fetish yes. stuff on Saturday. Yes, I am. Is that your first time doing that particular genre? It is, which is exciting because I've, I've had 20 years in front of the camera, so I don't get a whole lot of firsts in genre, unless it's a genre I simply don't shoot. Then, yeah. of course, it would be a first, but I wouldn't be shooting it. Well, I'm going to have to challenge you on that or take, uh-huh. or, or take that challenge. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I, I enjoy it. Um, it's I, I can't. I wish I could even give a plug, but I am brain dead and I can't remember the name of the company. Oh. But there can't be that much out there. Uh, my my uh, my wife is actually behind us, kind of chilling out. Uh, Jacqueline, do you remember the name of the company? Oh, for real? For the the the, uh, the magic. Um, I'm just super excited about it. Yeah. Oh man. I have to look that up. Evie Gulick. I'm trying to think of what I would call it, like Abra. Could, I don't. I don't recollect. I, I wrote to him. I had the recommendation to talk to him, and then I wrote to the website, and the website ended up being based in the UK. And mm. I'm like, wait a second. I'm a little confused here because um, I'm trying to have, make contact with somebody in 
Atlanta, but you're in the UK, but that also works out because I just got home from the UK a week ago and occasionally. What's it called? Glamour Relations. Ah. Glamour Relations? Glamour Illusions. Oh, Glamour Illusions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, free plug for Glamour Illusions. And I met the gentleman who, who shoots that stuff, and it's he's really, really nice. You're going to have a good time. Awesome. Um, I'm excited Henry. to get to wear all my sequins. There you go. Oh, you brought your own. Oh, yeah. If I'm going to be a I magician, thought he was going to, I thought he sent you outfits. No. He's going to have me be a magician's assistant. I'm from Las Vegas. Of course I have showgirl sequin ah. costume. So I'm going to be fabulous and glamorous in all my sequins. And then as far as I know, it was probably going to go terribly awry. <laughs> <laughs> but some reason, it always does seem to go terribly awry for me. Oh, oh for no. the, uh, no, I think you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, he's a lot of fun. And all the, yeah. we've had several girls that work for us that, uh, that worked with him. And it's, it's easy. It's fun. And like, every time I see pictures of it, I, I, I always think like, man, this is a really cool subgenre because, and it makes total sense. Like I, yeah. how many little kids grew up? Not even little kids, yeah. but I guess you're in your teen years and you see a magic show on TV or on a stage and there's some yeah. beautiful assistants dressed in the sequins and the leggings. and It's it's so classic. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like watching a trapeze artist, you know, yeah. like, holy crap. Lots of pantyhose and shininess. Yes. Um, my dogs are yes. making a lot of jingling noise. You guys sound like keys. Oh. <clears throat> just <laughs> just uh, calm down. Somebody's just standing there jingling their keys. Yeah. It really does sound like there's just like a really uh, fidgety janitor in the corner. It's all right. You guys will get over it. Um, so we're going to start off as we always start off. Like we really don't have a, any, any rhyme or reason, but I do like to start off with kind of origin stories. And, um, oh, hold on, my cat. Origin story. Yeah, so you said you're uh, based out of Vegas, am I correct? Yes, I am a Vegas native. So, um, okay, so let me see. I guess really the only way to, to, to phrase the question is uh, – when did this become when did this, did this door open for you into the world that you're in now uh, you've done lots of fetish work you've also done adult work um, yes if you don't mind telling us kind of the story of how this started for you it's always no very interesting and not the cat's going after your mind <laughs> I, I have been an adult entertainer um, my entire adult life I started out dancing um, as a stripper, topless, mm-hmm. as a hobby on the weekends. Um, from um, when I had time off from my job in the salon. <laughs> you gotta do something with and, those evening and hours. And I've always been a dancer. I've been dancing since I was a little kid. Oh, so nice. I actually like dancing and entertaining. And I've always, I've never had a problem with nudity or sexuality. So to me, it just seems like a shoe and something fun to do and listen to music. And do you remember how old you were when you started? Or yeah, eighteen. Eighteen. So you remind me a lot of Sensei, where that she had the same story. Like once she was eighteen, she's like out of the gate. She and, um, became a, an exotic dancer. Oh, and then it, I still did the salon thing for a while. But then um, I discovered that, strangely enough, I wasn't a people person in the salon sense. But in a, in a strip club sense, it totally worked. And a lot of the adult <laughs> um, entertainment branches cross over. So I talked to magazine models, and I got to dance with some amazing burlesque dancers and. And uh, met photographers, and so I started doing magazines. My first magazine layout came out <laughs> in in Leg Action, August nineteen ninety six. Nice! Oh my goodness! Yeah. Let's think about that first. My career is old enough to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh, crap! I, I think I graduate. No, I'm trying to no. think. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Let's not date. Let's not date ourselves. 
Um, oh, I don't care. Just, yeah, cut each other open and, and count the rings. Um, <laughs> but we... Yes. We did, uh, like, like I said, uh, you, well, you mentioned burlesque, which is interesting too, because I haven't seen any of that. But like, that's another, uh, especially amongst my friends, a huge thing is, is a lot of our friends are burlesque dancers, and it's, it's it still, is. it's like in the middle of like its resurgence, I think. In well, in the '90s though, the burlesque was happening, um, and there were feature dancers in in the strip club circuit, and there were like the the big big name ones, but then there were also mid tier ones mm-hmm. that just would travel around. So I used to dance like I drive to Chicago, or I didn't mean Chicago, I'm in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just make the whole state Chicago. Um, I'd go dance in Minnesota, and I would, I'd dance, the only other time I'd ever been here in Georgia was dancing uh, in 1999. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, so it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, but I, um, I used to do the mid-tier feature dancing. I couldn't get into burlesque, even though I wanted to do the classic striptease burlesque style, because in that era, it was very, very frowned upon to be an adult entertainer. They wanted to have nothing to do with the smut and the filth of porn, and because what they were doing was art, and what I was doing was was bass. And that's always interesting and, how that works. And now it's 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 so much more. Everything's overlapping everything. And everything yeah, everything's everything. integrated now. Yeah. So honestly, I've thought about getting back into it because I don't strip anymore. Because if I set foot in the strip club, chances are I'm going to punch someone. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you're a jackass. Whack. Oh, yeah. I'm fired. <laughs> I'm curious as to how that doesn't happen every night. Oh, um, I only choke did a choke hole on a guy once. Uh, I had one girl who just goes like, you know, drugs help. Oh, that's not how you should. And I was like, that is not how you should handle it. And I was like, probably alcohol is a bad idea. I dance nude, so I wouldn't have to be around alcohol because Mm -hmm. I don't mind drunk um, clients, but drug strippers make me sad. (laughs) We've been yeah, we've been to certain like I think uh, 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 Jacqueline and I went to uh, to applaud a friend who was doing a feature night. And um, mm-hmm. and I we I just I never really was a big fan of strip clubs um, growing up. I, I think it was because it just seemed very impersonal to me. Yeah, um, it really depends on who's dancing. It's the vibe of the person. And yeah, they're just earning a paycheck that's not even a paycheck. It's just soulless. And then also just I always felt I was raised to be like especially when I was younger. Like I still had that stuff instilled in me by my parents. The um, the, the gentleman vibe of like you know. Don't touch anybody unless they they want to be touched, so on and so forth. So being at a strip club and Still applies to the it's strip club. it's a great yeah. But I there was one particular dancer, the first uh, lap dance I ever got, and she was getting annoyed with me because I would not interact. I I actually put my hands behind my back like this and locked them in, and I think she saw that as a I guess an insult. Oh, but, uh, but oh, silly girl. Oh no, but I was like, right. those are the rules. Like when yeah. you walk in, it's yes. on the wall. Like do not touch. So I was like, hey, I'm just following the rules. She's like, oh no, come on. I always tell people to sit on their hands, sit back, and let me do the drive and just enjoy the ride. Yeah. Later on, deal with the strangers. And um, but no. So uh, <laughs> as time went on, like we went to see a friend of ours do a, a a feature night, and you know she even came up and like here's some ones, just toss them on stage. I was like, oh, cool. Uh, and then we saw this one beautiful dancer who uh, we were both like struck by just how gorgeous, like Latina uh, dancer. And Jacqueline's like, let me put talk to her, see if we can recruit her. And so uh, Jacqueline got a couple of lap dances from her and was over there in the corner for like 20 minutes and then comes back and she's like, yeah, no, she seems like she might be on some stuff. Oh, like, uh, yeah. She was... She wasn't all there, and so yeah, I was like, everything you just said to her probably something she's not going to remember within the next hour. Yeah. So yeah, so that was you know, that was the last 
time we've ever been to to a strip club. But going back to your days, um, obviously, that's oh yeah, we're, we were at an yeah. origin story with the with the exactly. Side track. This is where yeah, we, you're gonna see oh, a lot yeah. of tangents. Uh, but well, just but, yeah. The entertainment industry, in the adult entertainment industry, they, they overlap. So I got to meet people and think about what I did a lot before I actually did it. So I met magazine models and talked about it. And nice. I met magazine photographers and I met magazine editors and talked about it. And then I did my first layout. And then I was like around mainstream porn for a while and thought about it. And then really I was so much more into women than men. I'm like, why am I, at, the era, at that time there really weren't lesbian careers lesbian um, porn careers. There was a couple. There was um, Summer Cummings and Sky Blue, and there was Felicia, but that was really about it for like lesbian mm-hmm. careers on camera. And so I just thought about it, thought about it, I was around it for years, and didn't, didn't figure I should do it, unless it just really seemed like something I wanted to do gung-ho, and then I started getting really into guys again. I did my first actual porn um, in Japan. <laughs> I was and that's there, a sentence was, that is, was, has been spoken many times. And I was sure dancing, and it came up, and they knew that I'd been around porn, and I'd been like background orgy filler and other porn things. And I probably would have to oh, so like a porn extra. Yes, nice. Because the strip club, yeah, strippers as or, orgy filler. <laughs> so, so they would shoot. In the, they would shoot in the strip club, and then you would just be in the kind of the back. Or? The the warehouse that was behind oh, that was being okay. rented, but all the strippers went over and were like orgy filler. Thing is, though, is that I was the girl in the strip club that was the go-to girl if somebody wanted to get off they're like caroline <laughs> <laughs> i used to really use coming right now like okay so i like, <laughs> go in the office and i get them off and then we just go back about our day oh i worked with the same girls for like seven years in this one little hole that's in the wall so sweet. it was a really nice family and i had sex with all of them well, that's good so yeah said orgy scene i just figured well i've already done this girl so I just went ahead and did her again. Mm-hmm. And then the, the director's like, Carolyn, I told you softcore. I'm like, I don't know what the hell that means. That means you don't actually do the sex. Oh. Oh, simulation? Yeah. Yeah, no. Oh. Uh, like the so, stuff, so yeah. technically, that was my first porn, but the first one I actually intended to do, I did in Japan. Because the company came up, and they were legit. And it was a BDSM-themed, bondage two guys and me, and all kinds of fun stuff. And that was my first actual porn. But that wasn't just purely fetish or BDSM, it also involved... It was all... Like, it, yeah, it was a mix of, like, okay. grips and chains and two guys and mm-hmm. and sex and... Okay. So there was not penetration. Not a lot of English spoken. <laughs> that... Oh, right. I was about to ask if the entire <laughs> cast was also Japanese. No. Oh, okay. I mean, yes, they were. There wasn't a lot of English. <laughs> was there a plot, or was it just like a kind of a mishmash of all the? I don't really remember all the topics. I remember they credited me as Caroline Moore because they thought that I looked like Demi Moore because I had long brown hair, and it's one of those horrible jokes. But all, all brunette Caucasians apparently look the same, so I was Caroline Moore. <laughs> There's a lot of things that I have a couple of Japanese fans that I've talked to about it too, and I was like, "What do you guys find exotic about what we shoot?" And they're like, um, "American women." The one guy phrased it; uh, he didn't speak, he didn't write English very well, yeah. and he was just like, "American women, the ass, the ass, yeah, so much of the ass." Oki oshiri. Yes, and I was just like, "Yeah," because I mean, I understand that there's difference differences in terms of cultural. I guess affections towards yeah. what's you know on the other side of the pond, uh, and I, I agreed. I'm like, okay, I can see that. And then if, you know, for other Japanese men, it's of course the top. You know, the 
the, yeah, the breasts. Yeah, yeah, I I have a very round, bubbly butt, um, and so that was indeed quite the the feature. I I went back several times to Japan. And shot, oh, nice. Shot more. I shot. Did um, they fly you out there? They pay. No, I was flew myself. Oh, out. I was about to say if they foot the bill, man, I'll go out there. Fuck no. <laughs> I'll just I'll be I'll be sleeper kid more. <laughs> That'll be my name. Uh, said it to me more. Who yeah, are you? Yeah. I'll just shave this thing off and it'll just be like, he looks like to me more. <laughs> totally. I'm Hispanic. I'll be some Salma High, Sleeper Kid Hayek. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> we just all look alike. I love that. <laughs> uh, Jacqueline would be blonde, so I don't know. Jacqueline Monroe. Yes. Mm. Yes. Jacqueline Monroe. Um, but uh, so you're, okay, so let me backtrack a bit. So. You started off getting into the exotic dancing. Yeah. Then you did your first layout. Um, did you? And then you went straight to do the BDSM scene in Japan. Mm-hmm. There was nothing in between that. Um, did you stick with just uh, adult content for a while there, or did you start branching into fetish shortly thereafter? I um, I am innately a fetishist. So, like the first magazine I did, granted, was a typical U.S. men's magazine, but it was it was leg that was leg action. So it was all hosiery and heels, which is totally one of my things that mm-hmm. I'm naturally a foot fetishist so like I had on my we'll get to that my my silk stockings from my grandma World War II back seam silk stockings in my first layout oh with my silver metal spike 90s stiletto was your grandmother still alive no oh man <laughs> like look grandma I know she would have been proud I'm sure <laughs> like those things are getting seen again? <laughs> yes. All the way to the top. Oh, getting some action. <laughs> Which I've is always been like a heels and hosiery person, so my first my first layout was Fetishy mm-hmm. or a mainstream magazine. I don't really remember my first I, I remember my first fetish shoot. I don't remember when it was. It was probably ninety nine. I did my first suspension. Um, was that just real? well? I always ask because I when I think suspension, I know a few people who do like the actual heavy duty uh, hook suspension. But you're talking about rope suspension. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean rope suspension, mm-hmm. not flesh hooks. Yeah. Um, I mean that I would imagine so. I wouldn't say like the first thing you just have been to is like right. you know what? Let me dabble. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> yeah. Flesh hooks. I could see me saying that, but no. <laughs> so um, rope suspension. Okay. Yeah, I did like rope suspension. Did some smoking fetish and did some subby stuff and did some dommy stuff and I've, I've always been a fetishist but like fetish and porn didn't cross over and I didn't have fetish contacts until mm. about 2001 yeah and so when did you start uh, so 2001 um, did you start getting more into the fetish side or was it yes, a period I did. okay so you ever between like um, the more adult uh, pornographic content so it was, versus the did fetish did a lot stuff. of just mainstream 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 vanilla and that was what was the time frame there? To uh, no, no, that'd be nineteen nineteen ninety eight to about two thousand and one. I still I I did mainstream porn very consistently until about two thousand and eight. And then you just kind of went back and forth between the fetish. And I've always preferred fetish, um, which I not to sound disparaging against it, but I find I find sexuality far more fascinating than sex. Yeah. Um, so I would rather explore, and I do call myself a sexual adventurer, but I'd rather have an adventure than just a, a trip show back up to, to a, a set. I, and I, I, used, I loved porn. I loved doing porn because it gave me time and a place and a reason to do all kinds of things that I'm never going to do on my own time. It's, it's like the difference between, like, I don't know, if you go to Hawaii and you either 
explore a volcano or stay at a resort for a week. Yeah. It's like you would kind of want to go check out the volcanoes and yeah. like go to the woods and check shit out. Like I think that's the big difference between mainstream porn and fetish is like mainstream porn, especially if it's the vanilla like the stuff you were talking about. It's like yeah, it's it's fun, uh, but there's probably not a whole lot of variety. Yeah. With that fetish, you don't know what you're gonna get that day when someone comes. You go to someone's shoot and they're like, or you could get someone who emails you ahead of like, this is what we're gonna shoot, and you're like, what? Never done this. This is new. <laughs> yeah. So, but you just kind of bounce back and forth for a while, doing mainstream and also doing fetish stuff. Yeah. But like, did you find um, any particular subgenre uh, to to be more repetitive? Things that you kept revisiting more than others as you started. Uh, in fetish. Yeah. As a foot fetishist, mm-hmm. foot fetish. <laughs> Because I enjoy it, I um I like to play with feet as well as having my feet played with. So, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the uh, more visually driven fetishes like tight lace corsets and nice and stockings, hosiery, that type of thing. And Sky then high heels. I love the I love fetish wear, the wardrobe, which is a massive thing. Latex, but I adore latex. But I didn't get into it like actually buying my own because. Dear God, that's quite an investment. <laughs> Until the last... It's like the cocaine of clothing. It is. It's, like it's like really... You, you get one and then you're like, eh, sure, $400 for an outfit no problem. What oh, man. Fuck? No, yeah, every time Where we go to... Where I could spend fe- 300 fe- for a custom-made corset and that thing was going to last me for 10, 12, 15 years. Yeah. How much... I actually don't know this for obvious reasons, but let's say a really great... Uh, I should have asked my my wife this at some point, but like, because she's got a few, but a, a really great like going out to FetCon or or any other big con, like a beautiful latex outfit. Um, oh. How much do those usually run? Um, start at at least three hundred, and you can work your way up if you're going into something really elaborate. Yeah. Oh, at least grand. Wow. And a um, lot of lube. Yes, yes, shiny, shiny lube. I didn't know what that, I hadn't, it wasn't my second fetish con that I was just like, uh, I had a friend who was like, lube me up, and I was like, I don't know what you're saying. What are you talking about? (laughs) But, uh, yeah, who was it? I think it was like my friend Elisa, she was just like, can you lube me up? And I'm just like, what's happening? She's like, no, my my suit. This is when you say yes. Didn't even occur to me that when I saw her, like, it looked dusty and dry, and I'm like, that's how you get the shiny thing. I total, (laughs) over the head. Um... So, okay, so it seems like you were starting to center uh, yourself around foot fetish, uh, and of course you said yeah. the, the sexy attire. And I'm a BDSM girl, too. I've always oh, been interested in pain play mm-hmm. and um, power exchange and role playing. I'm huge into role playing. I love to... Oh, you're going to um, do great here, then. <laughs> you're going to do fantastic. Like, um, I, I don't identify as, as um, dom or sub or slave. I am a top or a bottom, and I am a complete switch. Okay. Although I'm way more toppy than, than bottomy, but I, we, I like... Yeah. I like bottoming but I don't and I don't mind playing the role of sub or playing the role of slave do not fucking treat me like one because I'm just like no 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 oh so like a lifestyleist thing is not nah not your back uh neither yeah and I do I've done a lot of heavy bottoming on camera Mm -hmm. I've worked for some of the major um, hardcore BDSM websites so you know like the fan folks are talking like I'm their sub and I'm there to be talked to like in property it's like oh no 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 yeah no it doesn't work but how much of it how much of it did it start branching into your personal life because obviously if you're with somebody you trust a partner of some sort then then maybe you can explore that a bit more did that become a thing or um yes and no I was the I was the girl in high school that tied my friends up and 
I've, I've always been that way. I've always had that natural bent. Um, but then when I started doing the whole mainstream porn thing, I learned that trying to date, trying to maintain a relationship while in an industry that many, many people, well, intellectually might want to be completely okay with, they aren't emotionally. So ah. I, until, until last September, I have been completely single. But play partners, yes, but like not heavy-duty regular play partners. I've had play partners, but I've been single since 2000. Really? Yeah, until until September. All right. Well, so thank God for September. I know, right? <laughs> Cheers to September. No, I, uh, I went through a phase like that for, uh, obviously before I met Jacqueline, I went through about, I think, six, seven years where I just was, uh, was single as well and uh, had occasional play partners, but because I was trying not to, quote, you know, dip the pen in the company ink, right. end quote, I, I was staying away from, from anything that, you know, anyone that was working in the business. Right, and that's, but that's where you meet everybody. And I didn't think about that because I was trying to be professional because, yeah. uh, but then like when you would try to date someone who was vanilla, it would quickly tank because they would right. ask you what you did for a living. And then yeah. you know, that oh. conversation lasted maximum three minutes. Yeah, and even if people want to be okay with it, it's it's just their their own mental program. They might not be able to to. You might not be able to it. get them to be okay with it. Um, did yeah. you? Uh, so let's go back a, a bit because this is always really. Uh, I mean, sometimes it's a fun topic. Sometimes well, it's, it's a topic. It's, it's an interesting topic. <laughs> but going back to your childhood, because um, one of the things that a lot of our fans discuss with me, I mean, through emails and stuff like that, I, was, I always open myself up to. Uh, the fans of the material because they'll ask me like hey man how'd you get into this and I'll mm-hmm. just kind of give them a very quick but honest answer and they'll give me their stories and it's always like well I was like 8 or I 9 I was trying to figure out what your triggers were or I was yeah 12 or 13 or I saw this movie or my friends used to play this game or I used to like uh, I had you know a girl who would do this to me and I thought it was just fun at the time but then later on it turned to this and I didn't know if there was any of those trigger moments when, when you were younger. I can specifically trace my foot fetish back to being a uh, the youngest child of a family of girls and everybody was a dancer, like tap dancing, ballet. So like little teeny tiny me would be sitting on the floor of the dance studio mm-hmm. and I was watching feet doing really amazing, cool, contorting things and supporting bodies doing graceful things. Um, so with that, the foot finish, I, I blame, I blame on dance. The, the high heels thing, <laughs> the high heels thing, I blame on the old Fredericks of Hollywood catalogs. Before oh. there were physical models and it was all drawings. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that's good Oh, shit. my God. God, I have such a penchant for hosiery and heels. I didn't know they were just, well, I mean, obviously. Oh, yeah. Good but I didn't know they would just Google draw searches. them. I thought yeah. they were, oh, so you'd have so to good. buy the you'd have to buy the shoe based on how it was drawn. Yes. Oh, that is not accurate at yes. all. It was amazing that it also <laughs> taught me how to because I learned how to draw by tracing. So yeah. it also taught me how to like draw lace and <laughs> draw shoes. So I was a little kid in elementary school and we had to draw pictures. All of the women I do. I'm just trying to think of how heels, and they all had tits. Ah. I've always loved women too. So that's great. I'm I'm thinking about marketing. I'm thinking about like someone's like, "Hey, how's the AC on the new uh, BMW?" You're like, "Let me draw that for you." (laughs) See, these lines are the the air coming out of the vents. It's really cool. Um, But no, so okay, so okay. Uh, The BDSM thing, I don't know. I remember being in elementary school, and I because I used to get really, really bad chronic. You said you you typed. Oh, you you. you Uh, But I remember thinking. I remember distinctly having a thought: if I could teach myself to enjoy the feeling of a headache. That would make my life so very different. Which, granted, I have never fucking done. But I have the type of brain... I haven't seen that fetish once on Cliff for Sale. Right, I know. Just a girl like, it's a fuck. 
It's, it's a market of one, and it's not me. Um, <laughs> but I've always had the type of brain that was very exploratory that way and not necessarily mm-hmm. buying that a particular sensation is supposed to be what you're told it is. So I've just, I don't know where the, the rope thing, I don't trace rope back to Wonder Woman the way so many other people do. Don't know where the bondage thing comes from because I am claustrophobic. Interesting. I, I, but I also enjoy the mind fuck. Because I, I, like, I want to be able to expand my brain, like with the whole, if I can teach myself to enjoy the sensation of a headache, which is never going to fucking happen. No. But still, it's the, it's the idea, and that's just kind of the way I work. It is amazing that there is no migraine fetish out there. Or now, now, that, I've, now that I've said it, there's a store being built. Ah, oh, yeah. There's a, that would be a weird Google search. Right? I've never, no, because I think that's a universally hated thing. Yeah. I think you can, get a, uh, you can get a Christian evangelical and sit him down with a member of ISIS, and they'd be like migraines right fucking terrible but like yeah, yes yeah. oh when i'm in the cave horrifying and uh yeah so i don't think anybody actually can yeah migraines i think we found one of the few things that you can't really fetishize i i hope i always pretend i have a bad headache after i wake up from being um it's the yes like uh, locked out or something because of course you would have a headache but also it's kind of part and parcel to the 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 acting of the the, the scenario as a whole though if somebody you know gives me a sleepy rag over my nose using mm-hmm. the keywords there. And then I wake up. Oh, you can oh, say you can say chloroform. I can say chloroform <laughs> here. <laughs> if somebody chlor- quote unquote chloroforms me and I wake up, I'm going to have a rip-roaring fucking headache. So I'm going to act like I'm going to have a rip-roaring headache because I would. Yep. Although they want to uh, romanticize it. It, it only lasts like 30 seconds. Or it's other girl just wakes up like, oh, what happened? It's never like, fuck, who has a Tylenol? Which is too realistic. But then again, I guess historically headaches have been the antithesis to sex. Like, I can't fuck. Why? I have a headache. (laughs) I know. See, now, if we could just harness that shit, turn it around, and make it positive, we'd all be golden. Exactly. We could be the Doc Browns of fetish. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, so going back to, okay, so we've pinpointed your foot fetish, which was uh, dancers, dancing, tap dancing, um, the Fredericks of um, Hollywood catalog. Uh, Jacqueline, you have to look that up. <laughs> have to see what this looks like, like uh, the f- old Frederick uh, Frederick of Hollywood uh, catalog, where it was like drawn. Catalogs with drawings. Not no photos. What? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, myself there, but that's okay. And you said you've always liked women. I have always liked women. So even when you were a kid, you were just like, I like men and women, or was yeah. It- I've always just been very, always extraordinarily open. Do you feel that it, it, it changes in terms of like just some weeks you're more into I one I think it just, or? it grew, it changed uh, as I was growing up, mm-hmm. just trying to like find identity. But in general, as a human being now, I'm just a, I'm just a, I like people. Yeah. If it clicks, it clicks. Yeah. Uh, mentally, <laughs> I'm the same we'll, we'll way figure too. out the physical clicking afterwards, but the mentally clicking has to happen first. That's that's a big deal for me too. I have to, I have to kind of, yeah, like I, also kind of why I was single for so long because really I just if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, and it just didn't. So I had some nice play buddies. Yeah, no need to force it. Um, is there anything else that you want to go back and kind of trace back, or like any? Because we, we do want to get into your own personal kink, so we can do that later. Well, if like, like. The, the textural. I've always been into playing dress up, okay. and I don't know if I'm just a product of my generation. Why I like shiny things like sequins and lame mm-hmm. and, just and like silk a, and satin, but I, I do absolutely fucking adore latex. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like latex over PVC. I'll take PVC because it's shiny. I'm just a magpie. 
tiny, <laughs> tiny, tiny, tiny sparkly. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Just a nest. Give me glitter. And then I, I own some glitter latex, so it's like combined. We get, we get that with the wrestling guys, too. We can't really do latex because it's, you know. Right. Yeah, but like spandex. Uh, right. PVCs isn't going to get destroyed. No, so. it's not bad. We get a lot of spandex requests. And then, of course, like a lot of the, the shiny. Um, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I like right. The pantyhose. Uh, oh, the shiny, the, shiny the, the pantyhose. The dance yes, 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 yes. And then, of course, like the leather boots and like uh, the knee pads and like anything that, that uh, has yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like that gorgeous ladies of wrestling feel. Uh-huh. It's very glam, uh, even down to the makeup being over the top for some Ooh. of the shoots. So like it's we get very specific. I can happily words. accommodate that. I'm sure we can. <laughs> I'm sure we can. I mean the show's coming out soon, so we're gonna have to like start feeding into it. Um, we just worked with one of the girls that was one of the first Glow Girls, and uh, now this big. Have you heard of it? There's a there's a show called. Remember the old 90s show, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling? Yeah. I was in an offshoot that was porn-based called Blow, Beautiful Ladies of Wrestling. <laughs> Granted, whoever lost got fucked, but... <laughs> was it was it uh, pre-Ultimate Surrender? Yeah, this was the late 90s. Oh, so you guys were like originators. So yeah, they it could... was um, Blow, blowmelive.com, Beautiful Ladies could... of Wrestling. I used to do choreograph wrestling. We had a Hollywood choreographer, but that was before streaming was streamed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was choppy. So you could do really big, over-the-top, like, you know, swing your arm around way over one side of your shoulder and have your huge follow-through and, like, bling your hair dramatically everywhere. And my knockout move was, of course, um, smothering people with my giant ass. And the character name I was given was S&M Sally. Oh. Which fit. It's very nice. <laughs> S&M yeah. Sally. It actually S&M sounds Sally. kind of like someone who would live in a small town but, like, had her own farm. Oh, dear me. You know what I mean? Just somebody that... That mental image just went really south in my mind. (laughs) Just like she has this really big barn and you don't... You you know she doesn't buy a whole lot of hay. (laughs) Who lives down there? It's S&M Sally. Sally and her pets. She comes into town once a week to buy shit. And it's just a lot of rope. And, um... Duct tape. Duct tape and some toothpaste. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of Altoids. Willing to film this. S <laughs> <laughs> and Sally coming this week. Uh, we uh, so the um, yeah so Gorgeous Ladies Wrestling is actually ha- they, they're releasing a Netflix show. Holy shit! But it's a dramatized '90s story of this girl who like oh, rap. yeah gets hired to be in his pro wrestling. He's oh, a struggling rap. actress. Uh, the actress's name is Allison Brie, who I have a fucking huge crush on. Uh, but she was she plays this girl who um, gets hired to be part of this production because she's looking for work in LA. Oh, that's amazing! And it turns out to be this pro wrestling show. So like, oh, check right. it out. It's the like same. So much fun. So Jenji Cohan did it. She's the same lady who did like Orange Is the New Black. Oh, okay. And, oh shit. And like so, weeds and stuff like that. So gonna be done really good. Oh no, yeah. It's not just some like. But even if it was done super crappy, even if it was easy, yeah. be amazing. Oh, it'd be good to watch but, with your friends. Yeah. Like. Subject-wise, it sounds delightful. It, Done well, it, it sounds. It looks really good. I'm just, I'm, I'm really happy that, uh, that that the world of female combat is getting some sort of like mainstream nod, which is nice. Um, but moving back, so we um, uh, going into more of the the meat of the fetish work. Uh, as you started to progress through that world, did you ever find yourself splitting more towards it, or did it, was always, it always because it's, it's it's innate? As I had said before, I find sexuality innately, endlessly fascinating. Mm-hmm. So much more over sex because sex is sex. Did it ever? Did and you ever reach and a point that my you're... sexuality is based more on sexuality as yeah. opposed to just sex. I, I my my brain being stimulated is, is way more important than my crotch being stimulated because I can do that whenever I want. 
Yeah, you can take care of that on your own. And um, and and when it connects all all the way through, then fucking fantastic. Huzzah! Yes, the but, perfect um, mix. Yes. But did you did you uh, ever kind of completely stop doing the mainstream porn work and just stick with fetish for a while, or? Um. It seems like yeah, I, just I, just depending on getting hired or not. But the, yeah. it, the thing about mainstream porn though is that it has an attention span, and if you're not there, it forgets about you. And That's sure, the whole um, big butts became in vogue right around as I started my career. Instead of the, the giant bolt-on, was... 90s tan boobs, like the, the natural. In um, 1998, I was in Hustler Magazine, listed in the top 50 most influential people of porn. And Yay. I was listed as the future of porn. Because I'm soft-bodied, natural-bodied, natural everything, pierced, mm-hmm. colored hair, tattooed. Um, and goddamn, they were right. If you think about the whole "quote unquote" alt girl look, although yeah. I wasn't, I was never alt enough to be an alt girl. You were never like in the suicide but, girls or um, anything like that. I was um, very different looking for porn at the time, but then not different looking enough. So the whole big butt genre, I could always get worse. Oh, we with. have to thank uh, Sir Mix a lot <laughs> for a little bit yes. of that. <laughs> we were talking about that the other day about how that was like, uh, God, it was like controversial at the yeah. time. Like when when he did the fucking I love big butts, uh, or wait, sorry, baby got back. Um, as, as a stripper, let me say I, I have had that played for me. Oh, I'm was. sure, I'm sure it still uh, happens at this house from time to time. We have friends yes. who just you know, and now they'll we'll have somebody who will will play the remake of it, which I can't stand the Nicki Minaj thing. Um, but uh, but you know, I'll, I'll let them have their fun. It's like just remember where this came from, but. Um, it's amazing to think that that was like revolutionary for a while. It's like a yeah. girl with with a beautiful big pasty, derriere. pasty white with natural small like A plus B minus cup tits that mm-hmm. were pierced. Yeah, tongue rings. Nose so you rings, have worked with Insage, right? Yes, I was about to but say. But only recently. What? Only recently it was for a custom because I've I've been around it. We never worked together. It's I've, like it I've sounds. Her, you guys came from a lot of the same her stuff. Fetish con. She's yeah. an amazing gal. But I finally worked with her for the first time. And we were encased in pantyhose, and oh, it was for man. a custom. It was for a Out custom of all the for things. Dixie Comet, and we like prowled around each other and then we did some wrestling trying to win each other I don't remember who won but you're in case I I stopped paying attention because I have a hot girl in pantyhose that's but like <laughs> like head head encasement no, as well? No, no. But like pantyhose on the arms and the boobs and pantyhose on the legs. Oh wow. And so when we're like wrapped around each other trying to win it's all like pantyhose sickness and so that's the fetish. It's like the uh, yeah, the sounds and the the textures. Yes, and the shiny, shiny pantyhose. <laughs> I love the shiny. It's ironic that out of, yeah, like the, the first time you guys shoot, it's it's something that is not related to the things that, that sh- yeah that we're known for. Because if I if I had shot you guys, I probably would have leaned towards the uh, beautiful girls with big butts and let's do put us in a thong, and when we wrestle, <laughs> we're gonna be trying to smother each other. Yeah, which sounds like a party. <laughs> and you know what's funny? <laughs> it's fucking funny. Is I and this is something you probably don't know about me, but like I don't shoot um, face sets. Oh. Because it was well, one that of, saves everyone's makeup, which is at least <laughs> production-wise a nice thing to do for your. And models. I don't do thong bottom bikinis. I, I've I've started to do thong uh, one pieces with the shiny tights because mm, it, yeah. it gives you that glam look. I wore one for you. Yes, you did, and uh, and so yeah, you were one of the first that I was like, you know what, I'm going to go this far, and I was like t- turning to my wife, going like, do you think it'd be too crazy if I 
put a girl in a thong one piece with like a shine. She's like, you're so such 80s. a fucking prude. And uh, <laughs> it's so like eighties awesome though, dude. It's like yeah, the Jane Fonda, Olivia Newton-John kind of thing. And I was just like, the, if the they yellow, could do it, I remember I wore a yellow thong one piece leotard for you, and it reminded me of the Tracy Lords video workout. Oh yeah, she had one. <laughs> yes, she did. Holy fucking shit! And it was God bless her. Fun. If you're out there, Tracy, and you're listening. Well, if you're listening, fucking email me. <laughs> right. Um, I am sleeperkid at yahoo.com. <clears throat> uh, dude, she was awesome. Oh, my gosh. She yeah. still is. Uh, but, yeah, so, um, yeah, with you and Sin, there's a lot of, actually, there's a lot of similarities there in terms yeah. of your, your body style, your, your approach to fetish. Um, you both won AVN Awards. Yeah. So she won, I think, two years in a row for Best Girl Girl. Can you Woo-hoo. tell us what you won for? I won for the most outrageous sex scene, which I, I'd been nominated before. The, the I like nom- that that's the even... The nomination was hilarious, though. I like that that's even a classification. The, the nomination was funny because I got nominated one year for Best Supporting Actress and Best Boy-Girl Sex Scene. So I'm like, I can act and I can fuck. And I didn't win either because it went to the, the main supporting actress. Bunch of divas. I know. It was a major film, though, so it won all the awards. Mm-hmm. Um, but I won for most It's about like the Oscars. <laughs> what? It is. It's, it's like, man, you're not going to win against Space Nuts. It's not going right. to happen. Yeah, nobody yeah. won anything against fashionistas that year. Yeah. And um, uh, so, yeah, most outrageous sex scene. It was me as the zombie queen fucking okay. the cop, and I was surrounded by a horde of writhing zombies going, more cock, more cock. <laughs> and it was really one of the weirdest things that's ever happened in my life. It was so fucking fun and strange. What was the name of the movie? Night of the Giving Head. That is a great title! <laughs> Honey, did you hear that? What? Night of the Giving Head. Nice. <laughs> um, and I won another award for being part of... I thought you were doing like a Walking Dead spoof, but that's like recent. Yeah, yeah. This was 2007. And they, don't even, they can't even do the Walking Head. They would have to call it Walking Dead, a triple X satire or some mm-hmm. shit they do now. You can't even legally like change the name of it. God, I won my... an award in the best group sex scene, but that's, you know... Well, let's go back it's real like quick, real quick. Hold people. on, hold on. So, you were a zombie queen, of course, and uh, typecasting. Jeez. Yeah, so you were the you. So you were the main boss. Yes. So before that, they had to fuck their way through, I guess, <laughs> mini bosses. Like it's a video game. Yeah. Oh right? my god! I want to shoot that. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, you have to fuck your way through mini bosses, and then you have to reach the zombie queen, and then um, they, 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 I guess it defeated you. <laughs> uh, I no, actually, what. what Holy shit. Sorry, I'm just imagining. <laughs> what happened was is that somebody discovered. <laughs> oh, God, I love these scripts so much. And I'm not being facetious when I say that. Yeah, what no, somebody no. discovered, because there was some type of a comet, and it was it disrupted something in the at- atmosphere, so sperm arrays came down through the atmosphere and it was affecting women and making them come hungry zombie whores. <laughs> And so it was more cock, more common. And, and so, like, girls were, like, would get with these sperm, get hit with these sperm arrays, and they'd just get really, really... Did you say sperm arrays? Sperm arrays. Sperm arrays. And so they get really ravenous for cum. And that was sounds the, more scientific with the x-ray. The, yeah, it yeah. does, doesn't it? Um, so I don't know how the fuck it came about in the script. It's certainly not in reality. I mean, you never... That, that, there's um, small pockets being, of America. squirted with whipped cream was what the cure was. So at the end scene, there was a whole bunch of girls shooting whipped cream at each other's mouths and coming to, like, coming to. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't... 
I love porn. No, I would love to know where the whipped cream. Uh, I don't solution fucking remember. That was the. But was it supposed to be something else? Or I don't. A, I don't think that it was a cum reference. Maybe no, it was. But, maybe it was a cum reference, and it's like you satiate the need for cum by by just shooting really thick white stuff in someone's mouth, but it doesn't actually satiate the sperm array need mutation thing. So no one got I don't. So what you did? So people did get cured at the end. Yeah. And they just went back to being regular. I uh, think so. Cum hungry. That sounds, that sounds like a, sounds like such a sweet, boring ending. Yeah, it's very much like it's it it's feels, kind of anticlimactic. It kind of feels like I didn't get to eat any brains. I did used to do some horror porn. Oh, we're gonna and get I to did, that. I did get to eat brains. Oh, well, so but uh, so but so it's kind of like War of the Worlds. It's kind of like just like, <laughs> oh, done. they the aliens <laughs> have the aliens got a cold, and that's that's. <laughs> That's your moral, folks. Here you go, zombie queen. Have some whipped cream. Oh, maybe they just ran out of money. And they were just like, what do we do? I was like, I have this thing of whipped cream in my truck, man. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, let's just like, write it into the script. It was 30 fucking cans. Like, so many cans of whipped cream. There's so much whipped cream. Oh, my God. It's like the diabetes shoot. Yeah. yeah. It's 10 years ago, though. My brain's foggy. <laughs> it's from all the fucking whipped cream. Probably. Or all the fucking. Could, could be. Or all the fucking. Just, yeah. Dot, 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 whipped cream. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whips and cream. Ha, ha, ha. Yes. Oh. That's been done, I'm sure. Um, yeah. So wait, so, okay. Well, how do we get... Okay, oh, so now, so that was your first Avian Award. And then we move on to the second, which was... Uh, uh, the second was most... Oh, no, no. It was the... Um, oh, best group sex scene. Okay. For, for a film because... They, no, no, wait. Was that actually film? No, that wasn't film. That was after the era of shooting on actual film. So what was it for? Uh, just video or mainstream oh, yeah. for the digital feature, or... feature release, but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't shot on um, film. And from the era where I actually shot films that were shot on film, and it was you on and how many people? Oh Jesus Christ, lots! Like, I mean, I shit, I not. I was a peripheral that. character because I was the character from the original movie, the one that I had mentioned that I got nominated mm-hmm. nominated for but didn't win. Um, so that character got brought back, and I was working with fetish favorite Jewel Marceau. Oh, and, sure. We're going to work with her hopefully um, next uh, next month, actually. And was she in that film? She was. She played a reporter. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many people fucking out here! She was in... God. I, it's, that also is really, really blurry. <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah. Because, you know, working with one of my favorite girls. I love Jewel. Oh, Jewel's amazing. Uh, we've gotten to work with her uh, a few times here. Actually, she actually came to Atlanta. I, I'm, I'm not exactly sure how that ended up working out. I think she she's, she got booked for a lot of work here, and we, we shot with her. She's fucking amazing. Yeah. And then we, um, we're we going to shoot with her, I think, in California next month mm-hmm. uh, at my friend Scott's place, and she's she's so fucking funny. She's so easy to work with. Yes, she is. Um, and, and, like, endlessly photogenic. Oh yeah, Good and even just Christ. yeah, and just hanging out with her is fun. Like yeah. just like we, her, uh, she, uh, we would always take uh, my buddy uh, uh, George Perez, total mm-hmm. name drop, but like to eat dinner at FetishCon, and she would always be his date. Yeah, and conversations were very interesting at all times. But I do like the idea that you got this award, yeah. and you said I was like, oh, I was a peripheral character. I'm like, well, that that's still great because it's like you were this smaller character, but you still got this massive award. It's kind of like you're the Dame yeah. Judy Dench of, like, <laughs> like that was like the Shakespearean love of porn. Like it's just like you know you were on it for I was on it for like five minutes. I still got a fucking statue. Yeah. And so, yeah, that yeah. works out. But anyway, so those are the similarities between you and Sin's age. Yeah. Um, 
So as you started to branch into the world of fetish, um, so you we've established that you were really it's from into... the lovely Darla Crane. Oh, Darla Crane was shot for the same company that I always shot for. I used to shoot for Rodney Moore a lot, um, and I was doing conventions for him. And she's a golden era fetish model. She used to joke and say she was the oldest living captive fetish or the oldest living fetish model in captivity. Ha ha ha. And she's the one that got me shooting like Harmony Concept videos and things like that around 2000 and Which was, uh, what, um, I'm, not a, I'm not familiar with. Harmony Concepts mm-hmm. is old school. It used to be like back of the magazine mail order type stuff. No. And it's one of the um, early, early... Uh, oh, it's a lot of people that are um, older generation. That's, that's their that's their thing. It's all yeah. the Harmony Concept stuff. It's, it's the Lorelei Mission and John Woods and... Oh no! <laughs> but so Darla used to shoot a, a lot of stuff for them, um, and she's like she's the one that introduced me to Vesta, and I went to my first fetish con in two thousand and four. Nice. Um, it was the first year I was in Florida. I think that was the first year, or was it the first year that I remember thinking Dragon Con because that um, I think Jacqueline's first. Uh, honey, when was your first fetish con? Two thousand seven. I think mine was like two thousand eight, and then two thousand nine, and then I met yeah. her in two thousand. Well, we started dating two thousand ten. It was it's a whole, whole thing, uh, but yeah. So you know, Vesta, yeah, Vesta's great. She's the one who uh, who kept contacting me and going like, you know, when you shoot is fetish, right? I'm like, no, I'm this is just <laughs> wrestling, and then she's like, you're this is fetish. Yeah. And she convinced me to go, and I haven't looked back since. We're actually going this year again. So, yeah. yeah. Are you gonna this be? This is my. This would be year fourteen. Um, but so you are gonna I, go. I didn't book it because oh, it's just, shit. you know, the shoots just aren't there and I gotta be able to, I gotta be able to break even. It's very true. Where actually, I did so many shoots last year that I, I think this year we're gonna just turn it into one of those like small Thanksgiving things. Like, yeah. I'm just gonna go to just see people that I know I'm not gonna see. Right. Like Samantha Grace called it. My favorite thing was Summer Camp for the Perverts. Mm-hmm. And I want to go to summer camp. I totally want to. Or go to perfect Thanksgiving because yes, it's close yes, to. Also. Yeah, we're good. We're, I, yeah. I want to. I want. I want to be able to go, but I just. I need Some to amazing be able to, dinners and yeah. I need to be able to break even, and most of my uh, excess funds for travel is me going to England to see my aforementioned boyfriend that I've been dating since September. So that's September. A, an expensive endeavor to have Aww. a boyfriend five thousand miles away. <laughs> I've, I've done the long since I, I've, tried, I've tried it before too it's very difficult but like mm. if you can make it work it works um, so moving on um, before the wine takes hold uh, <laughs> the other part is obviously uh, branching into different fetishes that were not your your favorites initially like you know we, we... I'm an explorer I want to do it all exactly so when did you start doing that and like uh, did any any like uh, amusing tales about encountering something that you've never heard of before because I know that's one of the things that I think a lot of people like you and other models that explore fetish is they're almost like it's I wouldn't say like a drug but it's it's kind of like I really want to try something else, you know that I haven't tried before yeah I'm very open to, to trying anything and even if it's not my personal thing because Honestly, most things aren't my personal thing. It's not my personal trigger, but I absolutely adore being able to try it on. 
um, and yeah. experience it and, and play in it. And, and the knowledge of knowing. Particularly getting the feedback from the people that are really into That's it. exactly what I was going to, yeah, the knowledge I of knowing that someone else out there. I just did a Vore custom, and he fucking looking. loved it. <laughs> and it shot so well. I got eaten up whole by Sydney Screams. Mm. And, you know, like, just down to, like, the little last hand, like, wiggling around <laughs> And I was gone. <laughs> I, you know, I'm gonna pat myself on the back. I did a nice editing job on it. And the custom video guy was like, yeah, "That's one. That's one of my favorite customs." I'm like, yay! Because I, I made the images that he wanted. That's that's. I think sort of most rewarding things when you're doing this is when you don't personally understand not understand the fetish, but you don't you don't share the fetish. Yeah, it's not a trigger for me, but I but you can still deliver getting the feedback yeah. from someone who's like. I always make food comparisons to absolutely fucking everything. So, mm. like, you know, I can eat it and be like, yeah, this is great, this is tasty, this is fun. They eat it like, oh my god, this is the best thing mm-hmm. ever. So I want I want that feedback. I, I get that a lot, too. I get a lot of requests, like, for stuff that I, I'm personally not into, but I'll give it a shot. And I'm like, all right, let me see if I can get, if I can capture this particular, I guess, motif that this guy's going for. And then when they write back and they're like, that was really great, like, you really nailed it, you must be into it. And I'm just like, I'm not, but I'm glad that I could make you think that I was yeah yeah and I think that's the biggest thing if you can convince somebody or even make them think like oh I think they understand it so well that they must be into it as well uh, that's a really big compliment I, I think I, I joke but it's not actually a joke I say that I am a fetish fetishist mm-hmm. I've heard that before um, because it, and it, it, it's not repetitive I, I just need to have an aspect of fetish even if it's not my own mm-hmm. that's my fetish is having something fetishistic there and not like, you know, super like off the wall or, you know, specific like, you know, one-armed woman that's standing on a peg leg and has a parrot on her shoulder and she's smoking a cigarillo. So you got my custom script is what you're trying to say. Oh, okay. I was, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was supposed to be secret. Crap. Uh, that's okay. Sorry. We can edit um, that part out. Yeah. Yeah. Edit that part out and just pretend that I just did that off the cuff. For, forgive the, the, the 10 second beat there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Parrot, smoking up. No, you don't want it to be that extreme, obviously. But, uh, but yeah, there's got to be an element present, you know, for it to yeah, work. Yeah, like the, the really off the wall things, though. I'm, um, I, I, I wish I could think of things that I've done. That I, sometimes it's not necessarily the particular fetish I'm doing; it's the specificities within, yeah. like, the custom shoot. Which I understand is the entire point of order a custom is if you have something exact that you want to see, but sometimes it's so very, 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 very pinpoint. Yeah. That it makes me think, oh, that's got to be difficult to have what you need to be quite so. It's not necessarily the case. No, I mean no, it could just be all. that they have a very broad taste, and but they there's a visualization that would actually absolutely adore to see. And there's a really, but that's the point that we've made repeatedly on this podcast is uh, when I first learned the dictionary definition of the word fetish, which may have changed since I, I learned it. There's the the general usage, and then there's the actual definition. Actual definition means you need to have whatever this non-sexual thing is present for sexual satisfaction. Yeah. You just took the words out of my mouth. Um, uh, I was gonna say which is why I say I'm a fetish fetishist, but I yeah. use the 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 fetish no, okay. the general the general <laughs> term. Sorry, I was tapping. Don't tap. I have a thing for fingers on wood. It's okay. I, um, the the generalization is that people just something that's non sexual 
they enjoy. But it's yeah, not, it's like it's not when, when someone goes like, I have a fetish for shoes or I have a fetish for fine foods. It's like, yeah, no, they don't. They have a kink for it. I mean, you have a kink for it or you just really enjoy it. Like, I can't imagine you enjoying a really good burger in one hand and your dick in the other. It's, you probably get kicked out of a lot of establishments. Oh, yeah. I don't need it, but I can imagine That's it. what I'm saying. Like, if you're doing it, like, at a McDonald's, then you're probably in trouble. But, like, yeah. if you're here at your house, then that could be a thing. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. It has to be something that says, like, it's, it's uh, for the dictionary definition, it's something that has to be present for you to have a yeah, complete sexual essential. experience. Uh, I'm glad you, you, actually, you're the first person I've interviewed who knows the distinction and <laughs> understands it. So, I'm the same way. Like, I had a friend of mine, uh, a friend of mine named Andy, who, who kind of said the same thing, and... And she was just like, you know, it's like we're collecting fetishes. Like we, we are, it's almost like you're, you're, it's like the, you know, they're Pokemon. You're out there yes. trying to just like find the rarest ones and be like, oh my God, I, I, I shot this. Or I, I, I was in a film that, that dealt with this. Or I just, I watched this. Um, and I know that it exists. So it's like a hipsterish kind of thing. Like, did you know that that exists? No, oh, guess really what? I'll tell you about that. 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 You, you're, you're kind of right. I know in my mm-hmm. brain, I have memories of going, huh. Wow, I never even thought of that. Whatever that was, I, I I don't remember because it all just assimilates into the vast experiences and me trying to learn about all of these endless possibilities of fetishism and kinks, yeah. kinks and kinksterism or whatever the hell. And my young mind was stupid, so I would always you get that. Uh, fear of the unknown like a uh, knee-jerk reaction of like uh, demonizing it or calling it weird which I did when I was like you know my teens oh, or yeah. like even my early 20s where I'd be like well that's just fucking weird um, and one of the things <laughs> See, that as the, a teen I was the weird one yeah so. <laughs> I, well, I mean so was I but I was not as open about it and so maybe it was one of those like you know defensive reactions but you know as, as yeah. time went on and I started doing what I do for a living and then you know even through this podcast uh, we would talk about everything from like fecophilia and stuff like that stuff that we could not wrap our heads around which I will get to that with you because I know there's got to be something out there there's got to be there's always stuff that you're like no I'm not going to ever do that never oh, yeah, try that definitely things on but my list I'm starting to realize that even if I don't appreciate it even if it turns me off even if I walk into a room and I see it and I want to run screaming out but you can out, understand why somebody would have it I understand how it works and I understand why you're you are where you are and I don't look down on you for that I just it's just not my bag yeah and so it's so you have the right to enjoy that just as much as I have the right to get the fuck out of the room if I see it yeah and that's been a bit of there's yeah. that's been a, a point of of contention with a couple of my my friends where they're just like well if you run out of the room screaming aren't you judging it and i'm like no fuck no, you you're removing yourself from something you don't want to see if i walk into a room and someone's shitting on the floor i'm gonna get out because i don't want to be around it right. now i'm not gonna look down on the person after they come out of that room and go like shit eater i'm just gonna be like oh i hope you had a good time man but warner brother next time put a sign on the door or something <laughs> But, uh, so yeah, so and that was... maybe worry about the health consequences. That's the thing. When I started yeah. getting worried about health consequences... Yeah, I mean, if you had put, a little... put some newspaper down and, and you right, know... Right. <laughs> I maybe, don't know. Maybe light a candle. Light a candle. There's, yeah, they have a little... Contemplate your meal beforehand, because you're going to be sharing this with everybody else in the room. Yeah. Really, you maybe not eat a steak. Just, oh, just God. Like a, maybe you got salad. No corn, no salad. No, 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 you don't want salad. Mm. No, no, no salad. What would be a good meal? I don't really know. Something that would be Soylent. Oh, God, no. Would that be... No, I was thinking terrible. of the actual Soylent product that's soy. Yeah. And so it would be, like, super stinky. Cause yeah, soy... and just a lot of estrogen. Uh, uh, this I, uh... is a fun conversation. I... <laughs> <laughs> so 
we're actually going to contemplate crapping in a room full of people. Were you expecting a radio show? It's like, hot 95.5. Speaking of hot. I know. I was just going there. <laughs> what came out of Bob last week? Oh, man. Bob Good was eating Lord. Did you eat Maybe a lion's yeah. shit? Is that what you did? You hunted a lion. You didn't kill it. You ate its poop. Thank you, Bob. Oh. No, but anyway, so uh, moving on. To, <laughs> so yeah, we're so gonna, there are definitely things within that list, and that's one that I don't really have any interest in exploring, but it's fine if people like it. Yes, so when you were crawling through the world of fetish and you started hitting these these different subgenres and genres and, and you know even sub-sub-subgenres, uh, anything that just popped out and you were like, holy shit, I'm never, I could never think that, that that would be a thing, or something where you were like, this is a lot of fun. Like, there's always those things that pop out to certain fetish models where they're like, I didn't think I would enjoy doing that, but once I did, it was fun. Or even vice versa. Like, I tried it and it sucked. I am sure I have. <laughs> I have categories that would fall under both of those mm-hmm. those headings, and yet I do not have a precise answer for either. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I remember having... You can give me an amalgam of, of, of experiences. I you don't remember have having thoughts like that, but I don't fucking know what they are. It's 20 years of an industry of yeah. career. I'm like, it blurs. But is there anything that just um, kind of like slightly comes out of the haze? It's just, it really just depends on who it is too. Like mm-hmm. um, porn wise, I always had an aversion to spit. Okay. So like, I don't want to be spit on. It's yeah. It's going to piss me off. But if, if I'm totally cool with someone, I don't give a flying fuck. Go ahead and do it. Depends on the person that you're with. Yeah. Yeah. But you spit on me. Uh, Without telling you that it's going to happen in the first place. Yeah, or like if I'm playing the study role or, or something, and, and they do that as, as a demeaning thing, I understand it. Face slapping. Face slapping just makes me want to punch you back, which is totally cool, because if we're playing that way, awesome. But mm-hmm. if we're not, then it's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. But if someone tells you it's coming. Um, but a lot of that's just knee-jerk, like BDSM-wise, yeah. it's just knee-jerk reaction. Like, but I, if someone tells you you're going to get slapped in a scene, does that change it? or if it, is um, it, I'd rather be warned, because otherwise they're just going to piss me off. Yeah. It, it depends what type of role it is I'm trying to play as a sub. If I'm being a feisty sub and they slap me and I get mad and you can visually see it, Yeah. I can I can swallow that reaction and I can play the role that I'm trying to play and try and be in the mindset that I'm trying to portray. Um, but yeah, if you slap my face... Oh, God damn, if my hands are free. <laughs> I'm going to slap you back. In case Changes I, the dynamic. Whap. <clears throat> I don't make it a habit to slap people when I'm working with them, but uh, I'll make make sure that I definitely don't slap you. Unless you want to play back. And then yeah, it's like, yeah. quack, quack, quack. Exactly. Like, I think That's with fine. me, it's like um, my trigger is, is getting slapped in the back of the head. <laughs> when someone does that, it's like, oh, I don't care if you're like friend or foe. Like, I'll see you in five minutes. Because I'm not going to see anything else until that that five minutes. Like when I was a kid, I learned that. So there's a, a schoolyard bully who came up to me in high school and just fucking boom hit me in the back of the head. And the next thing I know, my father was pulling me off of him because I was slamming his head into like the ground and yeah. by his ears. And uh, he didn't have a whole lot You're of hair. Good handles. Yeah, he had like a shaved head. Oh, and so I just kind of in and I heard my father. My father was like strangely proud. Um, as Girl, fathers, you said don't do that. Go, you said don't do exactly. That. It's like your mother's gonna be so mad, and now like my mother saw me, and she was like, I had like blood coming out of my nose, and I had a smile on my face. Like she was just like, what is this that used to be my son? <laughs> and my father's like, he got attacked, and the next thing you know, he's beating the shit out of this kid, and the mother, his mother, ran out and was all mad. But yeah, that's where I learned. I'm like, don't slap me in the back of the head. Like right. if you want to start a fight with me, at least punch me in the face, and I can maybe you know deal with that. Otherwise, I'll probably end up doing something stupid and serve time. And I don't want to do that. I'm, I'm happy with being free. But uh, I just realized I gave all our fans like 
There's no way to piss me off. Oh, really? <laughs> well, if somebody, if somebody's actually gonna piss Someone's like fetish gone, like, hey, sleeper kid, boom. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I totally. standing there with their, with their phone camera. I heard your podcast. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so as you progressed, um, you said earlier that you know you couldn't really pinpoint anything, but have there been any highlights for you? Like where you were just like, "This is, this is awesome. I've never done this before." And and uh... oh god, I wish I had a better, distinct answer. I'm sure, like given time, I could come up with. Oh no, it's okay. But um, but that just says you know what that really tells me I is wish that my you... brain was in such a big mishmash of all the everything's, but <laughs> but the, that tells me you've done a lot, which yeah. is great. I mean, because you've been, I mean, you've been at the fetish part of this for how many years now? If you don't mind me saying. Well, um, probably two, 2001, so I'd be like 16 years. Mm-hmm. But I was still doing magazines and doing yeah. photo shoots before that. But, um, you know, I, I remember like the first time I shot Superheroin. I didn't even know Superheroin was a fucking thing. But yeah. then I met Darla Crane, and so we, I'd go over to her house and we'd shoot. Um, and I'd dress up as a superheroine, of course, the smaller my bikini, the more the more armor it was. And it was like totally the, <laughs> the typical superheroine thing. I'd be the good girl. She'd actually know I'm a brunette. She's a redhead. So I was always the bad girl. Ah. She was the good girl. And, you know, she'd blunder along and I'd capture her and tie her up. And, yeah. and then I'd make her orgasm with my orgasm ring. I'm like, what is this? Huh. Rad. Did it click with you, or you're like, well, this makes sense? I just like role playing. I, I well, want to yeah. be. I want to perform. I want to be an actor. I want to try on different personalities. I'm a big and, fan and of, and... of of the the role play slash not breaking character, like staying with it and just you know. Yeah. It's that's that could be one of those things where like you know if I'm with you on an intimate level, even if it's something that I'm not personally into, like I will get into the role play aspect. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like so much fun to be able to like you know you know I I've done a lot of videos where. Um, I had to be a certain bad guy or like even a victim and it's just like being able to go through the whole shoot in one take and not cut yes. so rewarding yes. and it's just like no one laughed no one broke character no one cracked up we were both on that same wavelength and no matter what the other person said as ridiculous it could be or did like you just stayed in character mm-hmm. staying in character is such a big thing for me and, and so a lot of our models that do it really well like you, you the first time I shot you we shot you with uh, Tracy Jordan Yeah. and uh, for those who haven't seen it uh, if you go to skwppv.com, <laughs> shameless plug, I don't even remember the name of it. I think it was called like, I don't know, like something like Bat Tra- or the Bat Trap or something like that. And it was like, you were like a huge fan of, of Bat Batgirl. Oh, we're, And so you pretended to be... Uh, cast, me as, cast me as a psychopath though, I'm good. Yeah, I'm old and I, yeah. I'm a... Well, see, that's the thing. Let's talk about that shoot because like I, <laughs> I, I, so I hadn't fun. worked with you, uh, but I'd heard great things and so... The first thing that I noticed was, you know, you looked great in the outfit. Uh, you and Tracy got along fantastically. And then um, I was like, okay, here's the deal. You're going to be this, like, psychopath, like, fan. And your eyes lit up. You were just like, I get to be crazy. And I'm like, It's Don't. like therapy. Yeah, and I'm like, why did you say it in that voice? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get to be crazy? Just like that? Is that how I said it? Sleeper kid, is that what I need to do right now? Oftentimes, I yeah, you sound like, like the crazy. interrogation version of Batman, just like, where is she? <laughs> yes, the weird helium interrogation version, though, because my voice is so high. Where is she? When I killed her, honey! That's fun, too. She sounded just like me. So, no, we did, so, but I was like, you're, you're, you're pretending to be a damsel in distress, you're, you're a huge fan of Batgirl, you want her to come to your room and save you, and of course, then you get to keep her forever as your personal plaything. And you were so happy about that. And Tracy, of course, is used to. I mean, she does. She's done so many um, 
just damsel in distress bat girl yeah. videos. She's just like, oh, this is gonna be fun. But there's this great scene where like you, she's uh, she's trying to wake you up. You're pretending to be unconscious, and then she like goes to like I guess check her bat phone or whatever, and you pop up behind her and your eyes like open. And and I was filming it and I was just like, holy shit! Like it's very convincingly insane the, your expression. <laughs> it was just this like method acting. Even like looking at the camera without looking at it, like you didn't break the fourth wall. You just kind of did this whole like wink of like, oh, I'm gonna get her. And then the rest of the video just went swimmingly. So that was that was my first experience, and I knew immediately. I'm so glad that you managed to capture on camera me having a conversation within my own head. Yes, <laughs> that's what I go for. That's what we go. For. It used to be called cartoon face, or yeah, cartoon face. That that one of the genres. Here's one of the examples. I remembered why the fuck, but I forget about it. Necro. One of my very first, in, and I think I started shooting fetish earlier than I, I think, because I swear to God, I started shooting We do shooting talk a lot about in, Necro here, because it's one of the, the subjects that comes up a lot, yeah. Um, what did you do your first uh, Necro shoot? There was a company in that was partially based in Vegas called Necro Babes, and I shot for Necro Babes for years and years and years and years, and, years, and I have a very large Necro following because of it. I remember that company. Yeah, Necro Babes. They were Babes. huge, yeah. yeah. I shot for Necrobase for Well, they had, they had a, time. the reason I knew about them is because um, in my younger years. I'm well, known for my death stare. When I was a doe-faced boy. Um, when you were a doe-faced boy. <laughs> oh, not a single shred of hair anywhere. Oh, dear uh, <laughs> me. Something to know about me. Hmm. I'm very visual, so if you say it, I see oh, it. Shit. And now I see it, which is a little I was shiny and new. Uh, I ended up, uh, there was a company that you they. You look without eyebrows. No. Oh. No, I mean... In my head. Oh. In my head. I see this. I see this all. You're very just shiny, but paint, it's the eyebrows. That's... Just paint them the fuck on. Mm. <laughs> now you're making me feel very self <laughs> You say it, I see it. I I'm see it. really glad I have eyebrows. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just visual. No, yeah. Thank, thank you, God, for those. <laughs> I didn't, like, powder into the world. So, no, but there was... A, there was they, they had a, a sub-company called, like... A, Battling beauties or battling babes or something yeah. like that, and so someone and there was also drop dead gorgeous. That I don't. That was, was another sub. Oh, okay. but yeah, drop dead gorgeous. But they had a thing called battling babes, and so they. Uh, I had a fan who sent me like that. My my whole existence was fans going like, "Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this?" And yeah. I'm like, "I haven't. Thank you so much. Keep feeding me this stuff because I want to see what's out there." And they had a thing called battling babes where they they came up with some really intricate shit like. They had one shoot that I really want to emulate at some point. I can't believe this is the same company. But it was like two girls in cages who were like these feral, like, you know, uh, creatures caught in the wilderness. Ooh. And so then they opened the cages and they, they have this huge, like... Oh, and they're like wearing, total, total cat fight, but like actual cat fight. Like, yeah, like very feral and they don't speak. It's just like growling and like... Ooh. And it was just in the photos you could f- feel that. And they were wearing like... They were... I mean, they ended up topless, but I would have preferred just having them into... They had, like, the, um, what do they call it, loincloths? Yeah. And I was like, that's just kind of, like, you know, uh, old cave girl, like, yeah, movies. Yeah, like, is it cave girl, or is it, like, post-apocalyptic, yeah, everybody's that... devolved kind of thing? Either way, it works. Of course, they all have full makeup and, and you know... Damn right. Damn look beautiful. And it's, like, that whole, like, Raquel Welch, you know, 50 million years yes. BC kind of thing. Yes! And so they just tear into each other, and at the end, like, I think one of them, like, <sighs> like claws or, like, bites into another girl's neck or something. I forgot. But, uh, yeah, it was hot. And uh, it was very primal. And yeah. I thought that was very sexy. But that was the same company that you were... I didn't know you were part of it. Yeah. I'm geeking out right now. Yeah. What did you do for them? Oh, I, um... 
Well, I died a lot. They also that did was like, a stupid they, question. They also did Sleepy Girl stuff. That was oh, okay. my, it was my because this was the, the beginning of that. The I did not so see like the, the whole yeah. Sleepy Girl stuff, like barefoot Sleepy Girls. Oh, you know, I would say, like, go to go to work for a fetish shoot, and I'd lay there pretend I was sleeping, which is not always wise, because then you do the whole I'm not supposed to be sleeping, I'm not supposed to be sleeping. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not asleep. Oh, oh wait, shit, I am supposed to be asleep. Okay, wait. Um, but, I've had that happen um, a few times. Actually, being allowed to be a creeper. Part of my my introduction to actually being allowed to be a creeper instead of just being a creeper inside my own head. Oh, career! <laughs> thank you for enabling me. You know, like barefoot sleepy girl, so I like get to sniff her feet, and then you know, like creep along while she was sleeping, and, like pick up her arm, like sniff her armpit, and like play with her. And it's like a little bit of ragdolling, a little bit of um, what the fuck do you call it? like like mannequin esque type play, that yeah. kind of thing. Just like the whole the, manipulation the doll of sleeping. Yeah. Like that, yeah, but it was it was all sleepy, and it's just like oh okay. That was a, it's yeah. not my thing, but I mean, I leave leave me alone with with my my boyfriend, and I absolutely fucking do that. But I'm also allowed to. So yeah. <laughs> and if you find out per chance that he's into it, then it turns into a whole other level of like. Oh yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't. Care. No, but I'm saying in terms of the psychology of of okay, uh, me doing this to you on camera is one thing, but if I find out that you're into it. Um, and we're in in private, then it, it probably becomes a more enriching experience. He wakes up with me sniffing behind his ear. I mean, sure, if that's what he's into. <laughs> like, what are you doing, Caroline? But is that has that ever happened where like Bring you? you in. <laughs> Just drinking. Okay. Wine. Okay. <laughs> Pat me on the head. I'm gonna go get some coffee. <laughs> um, would, like, would you like some? It's like, yes, coffee's so good. You are my coffee. Oh. <laughs> Who longer. needs caffeine when I have you? God, no wonder I was single for so long. <laughs> that, that's totally something I would say, though. There's nothing, but that's the thing. Like, no, that, I know, no, there's nothing wrong with anybody. It's individual things. There's but like my wife. My wife right is match. never. My wife is never hotter than when she's being creepy. Like I, I like when she's <laughs> when she's doing stuff to me or to to her her victims on her site. <laughs> it's just sexy because it's just like you're like you're a dude right now. You're be, you're you're actually being a a dude. You're you're like letting your baser instincts kind of take oh, over. I love I love I love when girls play creepy. Yeah, and it's Absolutely. hard to do. It's, it's like some creepy. girls can't pull it off at all. I'm assuming you probably can with you know. I I do psycho creepy. I I have like my my seemingly natural default psycho what I call psycho Betty Crocker. Nice. Because I'm a very sweet sweet girl. I was hoping I really, it would be really more am. like the the pancake lady. What's her name? There's a pancake lady? Yeah. The Aunt big... Jemima? Yeah. I could be Psycho Aunt Jemima. There's got to be a Psycho Aunt Jemima out there. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite Psycho... Well, no, not my favorite. Psycho... One, of my, one of my favorite Psycho models to work with is J.J. Plush. She plays my... She I plays such a... J.J. Plush, she's a BDSM bondage model. She's in Detroit. We're drinking milk, by the way. You yes, we're absolutely does, drinking It does milk. a body good. Um, and, uh, she, but she does like the very sweet... It's very sweet, like, you know, the sweet, uh, maybe it's because I see a little bit of me in her when she plays Psycho, I don't know. Yeah. Very sweet, like, well, why, why, all I was doing was trying to call you, why, why, why didn't you answer your phone, so I uh, thought I'd just show up and tie you up and, and take my panties off and shove them in your mouth and duct tape them around your head, and I'm going to hang you upside down because then you can't get away, and I can talk to you all that long. Oh, this and is coming to that escalatedquickly.com, guys? <laughs> yeah. That, Oh, dude. <laughs> Here's your next website. <laughs> that escalated quickly. 
<laughs> that did escalate quickly. It just keeps cutting back to like Ron <laughs> Burgundy. <laughs> um, no, I understand that. Like, and, and actually, that does bleed. But into, it's all the whole role play in the scenario. Well, it bleeds into one thing I've always maintained is like most fetishes can be traced down to submissive domination. Like it's like mm, submissive slash dominant power exchange. So like pro wrestling is a huge, huge. Yeah. yeah, like back in the eighties, like I grew up watching. Uh, lots of pro wrestling didn't occur to me at the time obviously because I didn't understand it but as I look back now you go like fuck that was total like The Undertaker was a dom you know yeah. and every guy that would, they, they would throw in there like they would always get some guy who was like local who would you know some dude with no name and be like I'm from Louisiana Bob Smith weighing 130 pounds versus and they would bring in this huge guy dressed in black and then it would just be this match where you would be a kid going like, this guy is going to get fucking nipped. He's getting trashed. Yep, he's getting the shit beat out of him. Okay, he's still getting the shit beat out of him. Oh my God, it's been 20 minutes. They're still beating the shit out of him. And then think about that. You can say the same thing about a, a yeah. BDSM uh, clip. Like they're beating the shit out of her. It's a really amazing correlation. You're so spot on with that. It is. It all is just a power exchange. Thing. Yeah. And it gives you either taking control or relinquishing control, but either one, it's a. They the, they call it in wrestling uh, the heel is the bad guy. Yeah, the, the face. The face slash. I'm always a heel. But the face is the uh, the face is the good guy who can win. So yeah. like faces like your Randy Orton, your the Rock. So who's the good guy that doesn't win? Called the Jobber. Oh, right. So the jobber is the guy who just shows up and you go, he has no name. That's a target. No one knows who he is. Uh, he weighs nothing compared to this person. And, oh, and like when pro wrestling came out for, for, for women back in the 80s, like when it really came in through like LBWA, yeah. you'd see like this woman called Big Black Mama or something come out. Some monstrous woman. And then it'd be like this... She'd be like five foot one blonde girl, really shiny outfit. So shiny. she'd come out and high five all the people and everyone would be like, oh, she's going to get fucking swallowed alive. And then Yay. here comes like this big woman and just throw her around post to post, beat the living crap out of her, you know, demolish her with some huge move. And then the fans would eat it up because it was that, that psychological thing of like this huge monster is going to just eat up this morsel. Whereas if you had someone like The Rock versus The Undertaker, it's more like, oh, now it's an even playing game. Yeah. But you're, you're rooting for this guy, so he's the face. And so that's a huge distinction, but I always tie it back to, to you know, a lot of BDSM and, like, power exchange and just subdom relationships, too. Yeah. And a lot of uh, people identify that way, too. Like, a lot of girls that I've worked with have been like, I'd rather be the heel because I just want to be able to, like, exert my power. And then other girls are like, can I just get my ass kicked for 30 minutes? Oh, sure. You know, and uh -huh. so... Yeah, I'm, I'm such a switch. I'm happy doing both. Yeah. I mean, it's I like both because, like, I mean, I don't get to do both. I don't lose a lot. I mean, unlike a lot of the wrestling companies, I don't really get my ass kicked a whole lot. Yeah. We, I usually do the ass kicking, yeah. which is more physical labor. But I always think of it in terms of, like, okay, I can feed into my own dominant persona. At the same time, I'm getting a really good workout. Right, right, right. <laughs> getting a good right. cardio. But, uh, but yeah, but we'll, we'll delve into the bit. So the next topic... Um, which I, I hinted at earlier. So, uh, is there anything out there that you just go like, "This is a hard no, I'm not doing it." Like, um, my hard no's work-wise tend to be things that will scar or will um, that are seemingly unsafe because they're. I'm. I'm it's particularly now because I've had a very long BDSM career. Yeah. 
Um, I am no longer willing to try everything once that I haven't done. I, I'm not willing to hurt myself on a BDSM shoot. Just to have the experience. Yeah, correct. And um, and and things like health risk-wise, so like, and things that have zero interest to me, like the whole cooking thing, just, it's not, that, that registers nothing. I understand why, yeah. where it comes from, and there's a variety of places it can come from. It could either be an adult thing, it could be a scent thing, it could be a texture thing, it could be a base instinct, like a you know, baby thing, however, but it does nothing for me, and I really don't want to deal with it because I, I find it um, just actually unsanitary. And disgusting, I'm sure. Um, have, you, yeah. have you also uh, concerned yourself in terms of like how you would like to be portrayed? Because like one of the things that my friend Sin said... She was like, I don't mind if someone sees me pissing in front of a camera. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to let anybody ever film me, like, uh, taking a shit. Right. So it was also about it's, what's out there, it's too. It's less, well, I don't mind the portrayal because it's a very human thing. Yeah. Um, what I find more... And that makes you very liberal in my eyes, More too. troublesome yeah. is... And I'm going to sound like an asshole saying this, but... No pun intended. It is the, ha, 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 I'm going to sound like a bitch saying this. <laughs> I'm going to sound judgmental saying this. I'm going to be very a shitty. Lot, a lot of the, ha, ha. Sorry, sorry. Oh, God, I love a good pun. I know. Um, a lot of the fan bases, uh, if it's with something that oftentimes has a trigger that is very, very, from a very, very young age, yeah. the fan base can oftentimes be very immature to deal with. And I am an impatient bitch, and I do not want to fucking deal with it. Yeah. Because while I do create fantasies on camera, I will not deal with that shit in emails. Because no I'm a crabby, crabby bitch. Oh, God, there's so many shit jokes. <laughs> Yay, poop jokes. But see, though, I'm also I'm doing immature. This. I'm doing it I'm to so you. I'm so immature. I'm, no, it's okay. This is going to be a six-hour podcast, because we're just going to keep... Talking about poop? Yes, let's talk about poop. Um, but no, that makes total sense you don't want to deal with the with, with that particular fan base. and I'm not judging their their choices. not at all and, and I've met I, I had I met a fan in England Some when I was at a New amazing York shitty people uh, oh Christ and <laughs> met a fan like and he was you know I was at a bazaar in England he's like oh hey I actually know who you are he was a fetish performer but he also did porn work so I'd love to nice. work with you Never in my life I ever had anybody say, you know what? I would really just—I—I'm I, a slave. I like to serve women. I want to be to to be of all use I can to women. I would love to be your toilet. I would love it if you just made full use of me. If you even shut my mouth, it'd be it'd be fine. I okay. Like that. And the way he said it, in in context, was very matter of fact. Of I want to be a complete and total use to you. I'm your receptacle. And any any level. Yeah. Which, put that way, was like okay. So if you totally, choose to not... Totally, totally not interested in, in doing that, but yeah. cool, right on. But it was the way you presented it. But a lot of them are That's just a good point. really... We, it just gets, gets really... We talked about that I'm with, not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't want to deal with anybody. <laughs> and, and then a lot of times we're forced to be. <laughs> not forced to be, but I mean, you know, it's just... It ends up being you have to try and figure out like what the motivations behind things. But you try to like help, that. yeah, And you as want well. to not be negative and not, not shut people all. down. Not, not want to shoot people down, but... I, used I also to do just that. don't want to play those games either. I had a guy who had a, a huge fetish for, for uh, cut busting when I was first starting out. And it was something I couldn't wrap my head around at the, at the moment. But the way that he phrased it, and I think this takes us back to what you just said, which it's all in how you phrase it. Yeah. And this guy was like, 
I want you to punch her in the pussy and say stuff like, how do you like, like your... Girl, but it was like... like school girls. Yeah, but the way that he said it was like, you like, how do you like your eggs? Fucking scrambled. And I'm just like... I just imagine like some punkish dude from like New Jersey, like, you know... Four years old who got kicked by a girl when he was 12 yeah. and he's holding a grudge ever since. With like really long pork chop, like sideburns and, you know, a gut. And I was just like, man, if you had asked me nicer, I might have like you know maybe looked into it a bit more but it, it was so misogynistic to me at the time and this is like back in 2000 about 1999 2000 that i got that request and um now when someone says like hey do you, you know can you do a low blow customer crotch busting thing i'm just like well we don't really do cunt busting i'll do a couple of low blows like if someone is wanting to cheat you out of a win they can come in from behind and hit yeah. you with the low blow but i don't want the whole video to just be you know cunt, you know just cunt busting because it's yeah. just not what i do uh, there's other people out there who do it much better than I do. But uh, going back to what you said earlier, like the way that things are presented is very, it's very interesting to, to look at that. Like we were talking about Necro earlier with a, uh, with another model. And one thing is for someone to go, hey, Caroline, so look, I have a Necro fetish and I would love for you to do these six scenes and you're a private eye and, and someone sneaks up on you and shoots you and you do the grabbing in the chest and you're wearing this outfit and you fall on your back and you say this this and that yeah. before you release your final you know like the death, yeah, rattle. death rattle yeah <gasps> they're like ah, oh, ah, we, ah, ah. yeah and then of course the amazing by the way you and I do share that I have an amazing death stare oh. I can't market it because no one wants to see me die I'm always the guy snapping necks and shooting women for, for Jacqueline's side but I, I did it for her once. I just pretended to be dead, and she's like, oh, my God, I wish I could fucking bottle that. Uh, <laughs> like, sell it. Uh, oh, my wife. <laughs> what you going to do with it later? Right, honey? <laughs> Not bottle it, but you know what I mean. Like, you were just like, I, I, I wish I could market this. But no one wants to see guys die on her site. Like, she does That's necro. It's, it's a beautiful woman who... Who dies and, and a male or a female? Gotta, gotta be knocked out either. No one wants to see me get knocked out. She did one video for me with uh, Andrea Rosu, where I was we were dating and I knocked her out a few times. At the end, like she gets her revenge and chloroforms me. It was like the best minute of my life. I'm like, I get to just lay here and pretend to be unconscious as opposed to being the aggressor, which I'm used to doing. Yeah. But but the thing was like, if someone came up to you and presented that particular custom to you and said, Hey, can you do these six things for me? And then you you get shot that's one thing you could probably go and go like oh yeah okay sure that looks like sounds like fun you know yeah but we had a girl who you know it was a way more sinister phrasing of it yeah where it's more like i just want to see you fucking dead you know and it's just yeah. like okay that's not cool because now it's yeah. just yeah so now but those are the people that will probably never actually order and they're getting off in the emails anyways yes yeah, like, tell me how the room would smell after your life left your body you know and you're like no Wow. <laughs> smell like pine salt because some motherfucker's going to have to come in and clean up after me. <laughs> you like the smell of pine salt? I can make you smell pine salt. <laughs> Tell me about your final death fart. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never got that in email. Uh, that's my new website. Tell me about your final death fart.com. Um, it's going to break open in 2018, guys. It's going to it's gonna be great. Um, no, but seriously, yeah. There's probably a market for that. There is, I'm sure. I'm oh, sure. Undoubtedly. But there, yeah. But but so the necro stuff, so you so you started doing that for a bit. Um, yeah. You did Chris, no, not, we were talking about somebody else who did that. But you did, what's it called? Drop Dead Gorgeous? And that Drop was... Dead Gorgeous was part of Necro Babes. Okay. Um, and I've, I've done necro for, for lots of other people. I did a couple of horror movies and I did, uh, I've, shot, I've shot necro for other necro producers. 
And what are your overall views on the on the genre? Because like I I've always I started off with some interesting conflicting views, and then I started to kind of open up my brain a bit. Most of the the fans of the genre that I've talked to can trace their triggers back to watching horror movies. They don't want to see somebody actually fucking die. Mm -hmm. It's just the visualization of something so dramatic and so like physically all-consuming. You know, what's you think an orgasm is all-consuming? Well, die. That's, that's, (laughs) you know, that's like, that's the final, it's just... And it sounds ridiculous, but they, they can't help what their triggers are. And, no, and nobody can, which is why I try my damnedest to not judge. But unless someone's going to be an asshole, and then I'll totally fucking judge them because they're an asshole. Once but again, that's their fetish. Once again, presentation. Yeah. Yeah. And but I've been, you know, I've been strangled. I've been bagged. I don't like being bagged, though. There's nothing really I've appealing hung, to that. I've been hanged. That. I've been frothed at the mouth. I've OD'd. I've been drowned. I've been shot many times and stabbed and... It all, it all happens. <laughs> terrible, terrible things. I and there, you know what's funny is there's a huge tie-in between uh, sleepy fetishists and and death fetishists um, because there is that line between like how much, how long are you gonna hold this rope strangle for? You know, um, how bad is this blow gonna be to someone's body? Like that's one of those things that that a lot of fans get into where they're just like. Hey, can you do a sleeper hold uh, on, on a girl until she stops moving? I'm like, sure. Well, then you hold it an extra like five minutes because then that'll kill her. So there's that line where you are you willing to cross that? You know, are you not? But it's funny how those two particular fetishes do have like a lot of. Right. Then there's the divergence because they, they do. Do they want to have the hope where the body will actually warm up and come back to life so that way they can play with it again, or do they want it to be final? Yeah, and then there's guys who actually fetishize role play. So you'll have people who will send you a script and they'll be like, hey, so you and your girlfriend are just play acting, you know, and she's pretending to get shot dead or she's pretending to get strangled, but then she just keeps coming back and you guys have more fun. Oh, that's fun. Those are great because, yeah, we did one where it was, uh, my friend Luna was like, um, she was my girlfriend, but I was a POV camera. And she was just like, I want to play with all these different toys and do knockouts. And, and of course, none of them are real, per se. But she would role play them to the point where, like, you know, it'd be like, oh, wake up, wake up. She'd come back. And that was one of the, like, re- it was a really fun scripted shoot because it felt like you could be um, aggressive without it being misogynistic. Yeah. And, and she would pop up and be like, that was so much fun. Let's do something else. So it was like they were both characters were getting pleasure from it, which is, which is I think, a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, aside from that, like, I don't, I, I think the necro thing is, is <sighs> people, people that don't have, haven't ever thought about it think it's really disturbing, but it's, it's not like actual necrophilia. It's, it's death. Yeah. It, it, it suffers from that unfortunate, uh, um, yeah, people aren't name. actually trying to hunt down, uh, dead corp, dead corpses. That's for repetitive but, uh, <laughs> uh, as opposed to the live corpses out there although I've met some live corpses so really oh I, um, I'm yeah I, our, our president I've been one several times our presidency oh Christ. Uh, but no <laughs> but uh, oh that was that, that was some can... political commentary oh if you guys can just like tap tap and fast forward past that part tap tap that's um, right make America uh, nope gay again yep. yes yeah woo! but anyway so uh but yeah, so let's move on past that. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, you have done finishes a lot of that, that were interesting yes. to encounter, and I, I tend to take just about everything in stride. Mm-hmm. 
Um, which is probably why things don't necessarily stand out as an, oh, God, I remember this one time this thing came up and I went, yeah. holy Jesus Christ, what the fuck is that? Uh, you know, seeing other people's fetishes, like the first time I went to Fetish Con and I was in the elevator with six-foot-tall pink bunny bondage Bernie. Bondage okay. bunny. Bondage bunny. Which, you know, I sometimes I have a thing with stuffy dolls and mm-hmm. dolls and I can find them a little traumatized and someone once towering over me in bondage gear and has an immovable smiling face looking at me. It can be a little sinister. Um, oh, so that's more of a, that's more of a fear. He was around and I, you know, I remember like stacking straws together so the straw could get past the mouthpiece of his little, of his head piece and so he could actually drink water and yeah. talking to him through his mask and, you know, he just became part of the... My mindscape and the fetishscape and yeah. fetish con scenery and so it was just accepting. But you know, it makes me think about things that I have nothing, no interest in. Like I'm not a furry. I don't ever want to be a furry. But that sounds very complicated. It does. And specific. There's a lot. And not necessarily easy to um, arrange. Like you know, how do you say that on a date? Like, hey, good to meet you. So into. I like to play basketball sometimes, but I kind of suck, but it's exercise. I like to um, dress up in full, like, sports mascot outfits also and not reveal my face, but there's a drop flap on the back, so sometimes I get actual genital stimulation, but, you know, we can talk about that later. And, you know, it just makes me realize that... Sounds like a couple dates have been on, yeah. You know, I like ball gags. I like corsets. I like... Bondage. It's a little I less like, involved. I, it's just, it seems so much more mundane. You know, sure, I like needle play. I'm really huge into blood play and needle play. Phobia is like, I, mean, like I was going to say, what, actually, the next thing I was going to say, what, what were your phobias? But like, no, when it, uh, backtracking to that, like when I was younger, I, I didn't get the furry thing. And it wasn't until. Oh, like, I understand it now. I do now. When I first. But it just seems really complicated. But like, even stuff like, oh God, there's stuff Well, that, it's really easy, but I mean, like, trying to find your. Yeah. Trying to find. I mean, that, you know what? If you're a furry and you're listening to this, my hat is off to you because you guys are, and, and girls, are doing this in a way that is, is, like, from a logistical perspective, it's very daunting to me, you know? I imagine and, you can find your like, like finds like in a furry community, yeah. thank God to online, but Jesus Christ, before the internet era... Oh, but you're going Where'd on. you have to go? Right. That's that's what they had like mind. secret like what they called uh, conferences. That's honestly that's what they were called. Yes. Uh, but like now it's post internet. It's gotten a little bit easier, but it's still gotta be like wow. Like going out there and the, you you you've got your you've got your suit, which I I, I watched a documentary called. Personas, which is really good. Yeah. If you get a chance to watch it, it's really good. Uh, and but it, it's it's who it goes deep into the lifestyles of these uh, particular people, and they go. I mean, the, the lengths that they go to just to get their their yeah. outfit perfect to be who to embody what they want, and to then be getting embody. the money up to just travel to these uh, yeah. conventions in the hopes that they may find somebody that connects with them. Yeah. It's really daunting. At least like can find like now because of the internet, you know, like you have your adult babies. Oh yeah. Like, that's another thing. I, I, I was gonna diapers. go there next. I've, but... I've peed in diapers. I like peeing on things in general. I have no idea why I like peeing on things other than it's fun. I've always liked peeing on right, things. I'm gonna go ahead and get a hotel room for you tonight. <laughs> I'm not gonna pee on your stuff. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just gonna do backflips and just pee and cartwheels and 
just, just as God, I thing. wish. <laughs> and I totally fucking filmed that. It's like, but hey, that's... we're gonna use your yard. And you're gonna... <laughs> I mean, it is synthetic there. grass. Stand there just... while I do this, please, because I'm gonna do some backflips while I'm peeing. We could hose it off. It's gonna rain anyway this I week. I can't do backflips. Oh, okay. neither <laughs> could I. I've never been able oh, to do that. Oh, I totally pee while doing a cartwheel. No, I want to pee while doing a cartwheel. Never a cheerleader. Uh, so, but the other thing that we did. Uh, talk about before amongst friends was the the age play yes um which creeps out some people uh and then there's the daddy versus little girl play but a lot of that's safe space and role play yeah. and not sexual and that's where i'm getting that's where i'm getting at and then there's um the incest well, not, like, not about sex so like incest play came out as well yeah um and uh and and it just we i had a friend who made a post about it and she's probably listening God bless you. I'll hey, be that. But uh, she she made a post about it, and she kind of she kind of got a little flack because she just said like I just don't the 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 age play or the daddy play like she it, she the way that she gets approached about it online from people who want to do that with her is very uh, unnerving, and so she gets very turned off by it. Oh yeah yeah. And so when she made a mention of that, some you know she power exchanged on she, she got a few people who were like, well, are you know are you being judgy? Are you being too judgy? No. And and. She was like, I used some inflammatory language when I posted about it, but I don't feel like I'm being too judgy. Um, but that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, where it was just like, I have the right to be turned off by your turn-ons. Yeah. Just as much as you have the right to be turned on by what you, whatever the right. fuck it is turns you on. You can simplify it with saying, if you just simply do not like blondes, you don't like blondes. If you don't like, you know, six foot six, 400 pound men, then you don't. Yeah. It, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's that, all okay though, really. It really is. Like I, I, I've always said, like if you're a consenting adult, yeah, and you're playing with, anyone. yeah, don't hurt anybody. You're playing with other consenting well, adults. And then there's that. What is God? There's the, 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 the known hurt. Because uh, honestly, if I say hurt me, that's right about the time when you really should. But um, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, like mentally, yeah, emotionally, be in a sound place. Which is one of the huge reasons why I didn't. Ne- I never did a whole lot of sessioning. I didn't do a whole lot of pro dom work because I'm not a psychologist and I don't want to try and suss out whether I'm hindering someone or helping someone. Interesting. I don't. I don't want to be responsible for somebody's mental health. I've had a hard enough time with my own. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. Um, oh, it's all therapy. Yeah. I and and I love the people that I used to session with. I don't session anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You know, being able to, to create something that somebody really, really wants to have in their life, that's fucking amazing. That's, that's, it's powerful and it's amazing to be able to offer that to someone, but I don't want to try and figure it out if somebody's coming from a healthy place in their mind, if they're working through an unhealthy place and trying to get to a healthy place, or if it's all unhealthy, or if they're coming from a good place, you that's, know, like... And that's the it, same it's mentality. Just, it's a whole lot of, of, of more psychology that I, that I'm, I'm a fetish model. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. My hair doesn't turn fetish model. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, uh, there's. You know, like I, I work through that with my personal play partners. You know, if and that I, was if just I'm per- playing yeah. with a girl, and and she wants to do uh, a forced, uh, a non consensual, non consent type scenario. You just want to try and figure out: Are you working through something, or are we just doing this because this is a safe space, so you can do this fantasy, but we're not actually going someplace negative before we go someplace positive? Mm-hmm. And if we do, it just this so much to it. Good Christ! <laughs> That's a so, good point. Therefore, I don't do sessions. 
<laughs> I didn't even think about uh, yeah. it. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. And I know, like, it, like I said, it's 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 all about the presentation so, of it. But it's endlessly fascinating, it is. isn't it? It is. It's like fucking seeing in a space. Like I, you just. Why the fetish is so much more interesting than the porn? I could, I never got into straight porn. Like I could never get into it. I just uh, even when I was younger, I would sneak into like this one store in Atlanta. Southern Nights still open somehow, and uh, <laughs> and I I don't know how those places exist. You know, I don't. I'm assuming it's people who just can't let. I, is it maybe like their wives don't let them have their own credit cards I don't I don't know so they go and watch like so theaters just, and there's glory yeah holes. yeah probably glory holes that's glory gotta holes be it like, like the, all the all the jealous and, and, and like closed minded wives out there you are keeping porn shops alive god bless you but like we I used to sneak into this one little shop and I would just look around and see what was um, what was out there and it just I would always be attracted more to the fetish bin which was yes. like this big it had like six videos and it would be like a girl Your getting $75 tickling video. Yeah. It would be that. like, yeah. And like, I think at one point one of them had Jewel Marceau in it cause she's a fucking yes. legend. But like everything else was like anal straights. Uh, the only thing that I would get into at some point was like a little bit of like lesbian fetish. Cause if you have two beautiful women making it, you know, making out and making love, it was interesting to watch in it. But it, it never really hooked me like the the mainstream porn. Yeah. Um, it just absolutely never did. It's so because the chemistry is forced and it's not acted well. Is that so yeah, I, I'd so? rather watch a sex scene in a Hollywood movie that's really hot because the actors understand how to tap into what they need to tap into. Interesting. There's porn actors that are there to put a penis in a vagina and neither one of them actually give a flying fuck other than they are. But did you ever have like a. a an experience doing mainstream where you felt like you connected a bit or was it always very yeah I, I had scenes that were just really fucking awesome and very satisfying to do just because the atmosphere was good and yeah. the directors were awesome and whoever it, so I would always say that I, I don't really care what it is I'm shooting I just want to shoot with cool people mm-hmm. and the same thing it applies to doing mainstream dialogue to a porn shoot where I'm having, you know, a <laughs> cock shoved down my throat or where I'm just wiggling my toes with the camera. Yeah. It, it just, I'd rather shoot with cool people. And I, I had some mainstream porn shoots that were just a whole lot of fun. But I was never the girl that was very, that was driven about, um, driven just for sex. Yeah. So, you know, if it's, which is if that's what you're getting into, which the is why I got into porn because yeah. it gave me the time and the place and the reason to do it. Because I'm not going to be hunting down someone and be like, hey, you strike my fancy right now. I that's a good You're cocking me, or hey there, when you, you got short nails there, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Awfully nice tits. So why don't we go, why don't we go play in the bathroom? I'm just, I'm not that person. Oh, I always wanted to be that person because, like, my mind is that person. It's a lot of not. work. It seems like a lot of work. I'm sure for the people that it's natural to, it's not a lot of work. Uh, you know what's funny is I always thought it was sexier when things came naturally. Like I never was one of those guys to go to a fucking bar and try to pick somebody up or, right. or vice versa. Like I, I got asked to do that a lot when I was single. Um, I have my friends going like we're going to this thing tonight at this one place. Sex wise, yeah. Fetish wise, I like to plan. So tomorrow night when you get off early, you're ready and waiting all nice and dolled up and I'll be wearing I'll be all shined up in my, my latex wear mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll, I'll be standing at the door with your cocktail when you walk in the front door and, and dressed up and yeah because and you so, already like, that did wise, the thing yeah right so that, that that's good that type of planning but like 
just like the whole hitting it off with someone type sexual sexual thing. Especially yeah. if you go into a place that is is I mean by nature a meat market, where it's you're you're going there to Vegas to hook up. And I understand you. If any, if there's anyone who can talk about it uh, in detail, it's it's you. You've you've worked. You know, you grew up in Vegas. You were based in Vegas. What's what's the climate out there? Uh, so what would you say is because uh, I I've been to Vegas like once, but like. It's it's kind of bizarre. It's like a whole other world. Um, it is. Um, it's very. It has an idea and a mystique. How would you How would you differentiate Vegas? Because uh, I want to specify it, but I, uh, between Vegas and other places, I mean, just any other place that we would consider normal, quote unquote, uh, in terms of sexuality and approaches to that. Because I think Vegas has a whole different energy. If I'm correct. It, it does. I, I have a hard time pinpointing that because I am a native, and to me it's just home. But I, from what I see from how other people take Vegas in... Um, no pun intended. Uh-huh. Um, people come there expecting Sin City, and they, they, they've heard the stories about it's an adult playground. And even if they're living there and they're seeing that it's just town, they still have that bit of programming in their head and so they're trying to suss that out and find that and, yeah. and live that and do that um, it's a really it's a town that has a very short attention span and I've heard that it's absolutely unequivocally terrible and atrocious for dating everyone's a flake no one has any commitment to anything um, and, and it's like, like Los like Angeles scene wise, <laughs> scene wise it's, it doesn't support it's a very prudish town considering it's called Sin City yeah but you know people think there's brothels there's hookers it's where you know all the rap no, you gotta go to fucking and, Reno for that shit well it's only an hour away it's yeah. every other county other than Clark County and Lincoln County really so you only have to go an hour away to find the hookers but well, ladies and gentlemen <laughs> there you go there, there you go. go public service announcement um <laughs> He can but avoid the bright lights. It's really, really weird. I I enjoy it when people come from out of town and they're like, I'm going to Vegas! And they have that attitude, so they find Vegas in Las Vegas. So they're looking for that experience. And they'll find it. And yeah. so if I'm just tagging along going, oh, no, there's tourists everywhere. Is there... But they'll still find it. Are there locals cool. that, like, prey on that? Mm. Yeah, they're called strippers. <laughs> <laughs> but there's got to be like male, male like locals too that are just waiting for those those woo girls to show up and just. Oh get, God, probably. That's what I'm thinking. Probably. Like, oh There's yeah. got to be so much predatory behavior out there. Just people who are like, there's these guys coming in and they want to fucking get fucked, and it doesn't matter. And the drunker they get, yeah. it doesn't matter. It matters less how it happens. And yeah. vice versa, same with the girls. Girls come in, they want to have that Vegas experience. There's got to be guys lurking in the shadows any, just any waiting for the circle bar, right... not even in the fucking shadows. Circle bar of any hotel, casino bar. <laughs> that, that's the bar that's in the middle of any casino. No shadows. No shadows. I remember as a little female <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> sitting in a circle bar waiting for friends to show up and like drunk guys like, so like, so what are you doing? I'm like, I'm waiting for my friends to show up. No, really, what are you doing? <laughs> no, look, you stupid motherfucker. You're drunk and I know what you're looking for. And I'm absolutely not it because I am looking for my two very big, tall male friends to come meet me. And then they did. And they're like, oh, God, you're... And you know what? They probably still got laid that night somehow. Yeah, not with the amount they've been drinking. Or they just fucked the trash can or something. Well, I'm pretty sure that little penis 
she doesn't let me go anywhere other than maybe aiming over a toilet, but probably on their shoes. Well, the trash cans probably get 20 bucks out of them. <laughs> hey, babe, you got a big mouth. Clop, clop. You need a 20? Oh, you don't have any pockets. Just put it in that mouth. <laughs> you threw $20 away in Love Vegas. I mean, it's going to happen. You're going to throw $20 away in Vegas anyway. Might as well be in the trash can. Yeah. I mean, penny slots. But, um... Oh. But yeah, yeah. So shit, that's that's interesting. And it's so funny because I always thought that, like, I always thought that that, that Vegas was very vanilla for 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 a town that calls itself what it does. Yeah, it's a small town that pretends it's a big town, and it's in the city, and it's actually very prudish. It's a lot of neon. We've tried to have professional dungeons before, and they all get shut down. I'm assuming so. Um, because lord and you can't even do it they've been and they hit the swing clubs really really bad like there was a swing club that we used to have the foot night foot fetish parties at and they'd been open for 16 years and they just got fucking hammered and hammered and hammered and they're like no not doing it not by what by like people who were saying just that. legislation trying to close them down oh shit and so they closed because either they're going to spend everything they have on Lawyers Does that push or, everything out to the outskirts, though? You can go to, like, an hour away and, and find a, a foot party, or... Oh, the foot parties. That's just where we hosted the foot but parties. But I'm saying, like, but other parties, swing like club, swing though. clubs and, like, stuff like that. I'm assuming... I'm sure that there are things that happen in town. But, again, the town has no fucking attention span. So things like that are like, we're going to do this. We're going to build this community. We're going to have, you know, somebody's home space. And we'll have monthly dungeon parties. And we'll have a safe space so people can have the God. PSM. So it's like the city equivalent of, like, a drunken frat boy. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's not surprising. Yeah. I mean, this, that's always what I've expected. But, like, you know, I went there and I honestly, I'm going to sound like such a fucking <laughs> square. But I remember I walked around. I didn't gamble. I just wanted to see, like, the architecture. I just wanted to see inside yeah. the hotels and yeah. see, like, you know, Caesars and, like, the Venetian and stuff oh, like yeah. that. I was just you like, see, like, the, the old casinos. There's so few. Dude. <laughs> I remember going to Circus shit. Circus and, like, walking around. Because Circus Circus is a, it's just a mind fuck. And uh-huh. I remember I had, I'd seen, uh, uh, what's the name of the movie? Uh, Fear and Loathing. Fear and Loathing. Uh, <laughs> it was nothing like Fear and Loathing. I really wish it had been. I was, it wasn't as much of a mind But fuck. if you were as drugged up as Fear and Loathing, then it makes it so much more interesting, which made my teen years fun. Oh, my God, that movie. <laughs> yeah. Image for the monkey, like I gotta love that movie. I I can't watch <laughs> yeah. it without without having a panic attack. But it's it's a great movie, because um, I just when it comes to drugs, like I fucking I flip out. I'm just like I nope nope. I don't nope. like losing control. Yeah. So watching someone do it on screen, I get a little panicky. But it's I you love. Like, but you can sit there in the comfort of your own oh, home, and look God. through your fingers, and be like, okay, this doesn't happen. This yeah, movie. it's like I can always pause this, <laughs> go take a piss or something. <laughs> Which is, you know... Which is what you can't do if you're high. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot pause the high to go take a piss. Oh, my God. I'm really good at peeing when... when actually, let's not talk about that right now. Um, <laughs> but no, so... Empty ball. All right, so... let milk jug. We're going <laughs> to... So we're going to continue. Um, yes. Now, um, hey, now we're getting into uh, your own personal kinks, which um, we did discuss a few. We discussed your the foot fetish. Uh, we discussed your propensity towards male and female mm-hmm. members of the the, the sex. And whatever but falls in between. Exactly, whatever falls in between, whatever you, whatever strikes you on that particular day or in that that hour, or that minute. But like when um, when you were going through the world of fetish, is there anything that presented itself that you didn't think you would ever be into, but suddenly you're like, this is actually really fun. Um, 
Exactly. A lot of things are fun. They're just not necessarily not necessarily a, your not, own not, personal not, kink. Not hitting my own. So besides the things that you mentioned, nothing really ever joined those those particular kinks. Yeah, as you like you know, I've done inflation. I've been turned into a blueberry, a mm. la Violet Beauregard, which is totally fucking fun, and. Did, that didn't click anything in my brain other than this is fun and this is strange and this is role playing and yeah. then I'd hear from people that were really into inflation and they're like this is amazing I'm like that's so awesome I'm so glad you liked it Yeah. but I don't I've never wanted to be a blueberry <laughs> I'm going to embroider that in a pillow <laughs> yes please with your name at the bottom uh, I never wanted to be a blueberry um, but yeah and that's that's actually a very common answer I always I always fish for it because I I feel like at some point someone's gonna be like, "Fuck! I didn't know I was into this until this." That was that was my wife. What? Did I you hear that? But yeah, but it, it like, sounded like it was coming from everywhere when you like you exhaled by the hallway, and uh, she looked around like she like there was a ghost. It really, it really, I heard from behind you. It was like, crazy. <sighs> oh, it must have gone into your microphone. That's why. Yeah, that's okay. what it was. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> it was just somebody like. And that was the director that died on the set that day. Yes. Uh, Blueberry was his name. And speaking of, of eating blueberries, I was also the boar thing. I oh, the boar thing, yeah. I just I just shot boar and it was so much fun. And I, I, I like to, to do it. The, the eater videos, those are the ones I don't particularly enjoy. Like the overeating. I've done overeating videos. Yeah, so they just bring you food and you just have to kind of cram it until you can't eat anymore? Yeah. That doesn't sound yeah, healthy. Yeah, it, it, it isn't. But it, it's fun to do a couple times until I realize that I just am not, I don't can't. And I don't want to. Yeah. I wish I had, if I had the space, fuck yeah, bring it on. Because my mind really wants me to be able to eat like that. But, but you're also. says no. Exactly. And you also have to. I go through a half a pan of nachos and two tacos <laughs> and a tostada and a burrito. Dude. You and get then me... I have donuts oh for dessert. And I did this one. Okay, it was no. a fun one. That's, that's but like, pretty I, extreme. I've never been able to like actually push my belly out super, super round anyway. So like doing the whole rubbing my belly thing, I'm just more like, I'm rubbing my belly, but you're not getting but you have visual. To, like, you have to shoot it out? But I've never been able to do that. Oh. My diaphragm doesn't do that. So I, I just like, I have full belly, but I can't get that nice, like that round, okay. pregnant looking belly. So it, it doesn't even have the payoff other than me feeling like I want to die. Yeah. And it's a horrible, I'm sure, the next day. But like, I just... Yeah, uh, I think of it in terms of health. I just go, yeah. like, man, I couldn't, I couldn't. I do had that. a half a chicken once on camera. I don't ever want to do that again. Mm. Granted, it was my boyfriend who had done me wrong, so I turned into a chicken, cooked him, and ate him. That's always how that works out. It, it, it really is. Jacqueline and it was still delicious can. chicken. Jacqueline still to this day, like she still she can't eat chicken. No, no, no. She, she can eat chicken. She can eat chicken. She's uh, can't eat boyfriends. She can't. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's very. Uh, she had to do a shoot with Galah, so I'm sure it doesn't mind me mentioning her. But it was a shoot where she, they had to turn their boyfriends into lobsters. Oh. And then cook them and eat them. Yeah. Which, you know, they do the thing you do with lobsters. You put them in the yeah. thing and you cook them. And then like, there was so much lobster that by the time they were done, she we went to like a, a place that had like, I know, honey. Um, <laughs> we went to a place that had like some of the best lobster in Atlanta. And I was like, you want to try this? And she was like, Bleh. No. <laughs> done now and I'm like well no don't you like and it suddenly like now it, that part of her brain is shut off she's like no lobster like I think that's still going on I not honestly, even a lobster bisque maybe 
loves to but she will ignore but she'll ignore that li- but she'll ignore that little chunk of actual lobster in it she'll just have yeah. the bisque part yeah because the other part reminds her of like that muscle it's, it's yeah. kind of like the catch your yeah. kid smoking a cigarette so you give right, him a little back oh yeah which by the way that can backfire <laughs> yeah i think that's how the marlboro man became the marlboro man <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's how they became like imagine like i caught you sucking a dick well guess what <laughs> There's a part of me that not personally means yay, but yay! I hired these six sailors, and you're gonna hate it, but wait, I didn't tell you to start yet. (laughs) Shit! (laughs) Shit! Margaret! (laughs) There is a plot script that needs to be filmed for a K porn. Yeah. Probably already has been, but still. Circus seal, like, (laughs) and then (laughs) he suddenly, yeah, that backfired. The ultimate backfire. (laughs) That's just. (laughs) <laughs> what? That's how it goes. And it so, is. yeah. It uh, is how it goes. I appreciate that you know that's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat a fetish out of somebody. Like once it's there, it's there. Like it's just it's just going to make it worse if you try to make them deny it. But uh um but yeah, so so moving on to the finale here. Uh, I think we're getting into the end zone. Um I've had a blast talking, by the way. Like it's uh I, when I first met you, I realized that you had I mean you were someone that I, I knew I would enjoy conversing with, but because we were dealing with the maelstrom that is FetCon, yes, it was just like, "Hey, how you doing? Is it going?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, pretty good. See you tomorrow." And then that yeah. was it till next year. It wasn't until this last year that I was like, "I'm going to hire you" because I was like, "I have to do it. I, if I can hire her, then I can glue her on long enough where we can converse a little bit." Yeah, you have to be. I in was my... supposed to go to your party afterwards. That was my first fe- no. My I know first fetish con in like a decade where I actually had a play night with colleagues. Oh yes, yes, play night with colleagues. So I was like, forsaken. Yes, yes, because I was. Yeah, there were Hitachis. There were oh, is that what people. I needed to have in my room? They were Hitachis, and I had a friend. She's like, "I need to be cane." I'm like, "Fine." So I took out the the I can't the, do... the wooden rod out uh, of the hanger. Uh, and I was yeah. caner. And yeah. Oh, see, now I like. I, I can do I can do thuddy play. I, I prefer thuddy play, but caning on my ass. I'm unless oh. you let me return it, then we're good. Uh, bastinado though. Okay. Return my feet because I'm a foot person. But like, oh, so it's, like... it's a love hate thing. Like you can you can beat my feet until I'm absolutely fucking shattered and in oh, tears, man. but then you can bounce back so fast from it. So yeah. it's a really interesting way to explore a really extreme See, amount I, of pain. I dig your good foot massage. The, yes, that also. <laughs> but in a way, it's like it, foot caning. It is yeah. Wow. This is oh, okay. Turn my boyfriend onto that. Mm. Yeah. Was well, it like him doing it to you? Both. I'm so yeah, yeah. No, I understand that part, but like it's just man, it's such a sensitive part of the body. It is, like, and that's why it's so much fun to play with. Yeah, but it also bounces back because it's a very sturdy part of the body. True. Oh man. All right, that's interesting. I'll have to. I'll I'll, I'll think on that. I'll give that one a, uh-huh. a nice spot. But ponder, yeah, ponder. usually I'm I'm a big fan of like. Uh, yeah, I, I love a good foot massage. I'm a I'm a. I just like, I like massages in general. I don't know if it's because it it, kind of goes back to the high school years of like, oh, this girl's giving me a massage and I think she might have an ulterior motive. God damn, yeah. In high school? Yes. Yes. That works. And you're at a party and it happens and next thing you know, she's dragging you into a room. I like the parties you you went to. They were way better than mine. 
It didn't happen a whole lot. It wasn't very. It, there was a couple of times where it happened, and then other times where where someone would say like, "Can you please give me a massage?" And it, you understood that they were wanting it to be ulterior motives from from your end of the park. Which, it, shit, if I didn't have one, I was like, I have to supply one. I'm like, oh, this is nice. You have great shoulders. Um, <laughs> but it was some cute girl that I would you know you'd have a crush on, and eventually something would happen. But yeah, there's something about massaging and like um, Jacqueline does this thing where like the grazing across yes. the skin, fucking shit. That's my jam, and she can't stand it. Like it's just, yeah. It, no, no, it's not a bad thing. Like I understand that it's uh, everyone has their their, yeah. their you know uh, like sensory limitations. But um, I always go like if I if I do that to her if I go like and do this light kind of she's like no get the fuck. Oh, oh, oh. And, but if she does it to me, I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Like well, in I heaven. I have a big kitty, so if you give me kitty, kitty scratches, having an actual massage. One of my pals after high school went to massage school, massaged me, and she actually did like the scratching behind the ear. So she'd like ro- roll her fingers, like, you know, like really behind my ears. Like, oh, that, that's why the kitty, kitty cat's like that. I have, And I've been in love with that ever since. Um, one of my closest uh, uh, fetish friends, uh, who's also an actress, she also does massage therapy. And she was here for a couple of days. And she was like, I really want to give you a massage, you know, and, and I know you've been tense, blah, blah, blah. And like, if, you know, and so we did like, a th- uh, and she's really good. Like, she's trained. Yeah. And um, she had her own table. I think, I think my, my brother lent her his table. And so I remember, like, laying on the bed or on the table. And she's like, do you have any special requests? Anything in particular? And I was just like, you know what? I, I went to a massage therapist once who did just, like, one second of this. A very yeah. light yeah, touching lights. across the back. And she did it. I, I, I think she did it. It's like just, a human contact type thing. I, I th- but, but I went to like a professional therapy place. So I think yeah. what she was doing is just like, okay, let me relax you a bit before I ask you to turn over. It was in no way, shape, or form supposed to be this. Yeah, it's not a sexual thing. It's exactly. Just but to me, because thing. I love light touch. I was like, it's a comfort. It's a very, it's a comforting thing. And so I said, like, hey, do you mind doing like some light grazing or light touch and, and just something like that? And she's like, yeah, I can do that. So the entire massage was like, it's like a hug. Yes, but to me, it's just like, shh, it like causes like a, a million neurons to fire, right? Yes. And so she does it, but she kept doing it like in between different parts of the therapy, and it was just like the best. It was just like a two-hour massage. Yeah, you too. should. We're probably super floaty after that, yeah. Ooh, dude, I was just like, I was, and I, I told her, I was just like, just leave the room because I'm going to fall asleep. And I just, I think I passed out for like 30 minutes, but it was, it was fantastic. Yeah. How the fuck are we talking about massages right now? Because we're oh, yeah. talking about the, scratching the, and scratches. And, and the sensory and the caning of the feet and all that yeah. stuff, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. And then I said, yeah, I like a, a good foot massage, but I don't know about getting caned. I guess you're right. right it does right, bounce yeah. back. It, yeah, it, it all does bounce back. And in the same way, like, um... You know, like a lot of, I, I talking about like sensory play like that. I'm super into needle play. I love blood play. I love needle play. And a lot of people are super squeamish about needles. And sure, you have your initial. Yeah, and I got a couple of friends who. But are then into you blood have blood like now. the, the warmth afterwards, like the the physical warmth, and then the sensitivity of the area afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then if you do like a nice light touch like that afterwards and yeah. you pet your... It's not also quite like, the same as like poking a bruise, but it just gives you a different well, sensitivity it's like it's topically in your skin. A bit of aftercare, so to speak. Yeah, but you can have that tactile difference in the the, the surface of your skin for a couple of days. Mm. 
because it's still a wound that needs to heal. Yeah. Um, and unless you heal really, really fast, I don't heal as fast. My boyfriend heals really fucking fast, but mm. <laughs> mutant. Um, <laughs> but I, I, that's, that's another thing like that. Like so, because you can take a lot more than you think, and sometimes it's the afterglow of the discomfort that is the payoff. So that it's yeah, it's just like a, after a, a good night of just. It can be cathartic to go through something mm-hmm. that's a whole lot to get to the ah afterwards. That is kind of yeah. The, uh, it's, like a deep tissue massage. Yeah. Oh you my wake, god! What are you doing to my back? Why is your elbow in my shoulder blade? Ah. Uh, and you wake up the next morning and it's like, oh, these bruises are amazing. Yes. 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 And much like much like uh, BDSM or yeah. just you know candy. even just getting a really good canning or a flogging, mm-hmm. you wake up the next morning, you look in the mirror. Uh, good spanking. Yeah. You've got the angel wings. You've got the black butt, as I call it. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's a sensory sensory journey. And, and oftentimes the uh, intensity of the sensation is worth the payoff of the glow afterwards. Yeah. And I've, I've, I've gone through that myself and seen people go through it. Um, as for the, the blood play, though, that's a... That's something that I, I don't I'm not particularly into, but I, it's very interesting because it is it is something that's rare. Uh, but it's like, so taboo. Is it? I mean, it, I, I've always been into it though. It when I was in high school, I played blood spin the bottle. It shouldn't really be be that. Wait, hold on, back up. What? <laughs> in high school, I had very enabling friends, so like I was a girl that would tie my friends up to my day bed and take pictures because apparently I've always been a natural photographer that way they weren't naked they were just sitting there but yeah, you know i'd take up. yeah it's tied up because i had wrought iron day bed so i had my friends sit around my bed and i'd tie them up and they sit there with the wrists in my bed going oh no i take pictures i'd have my friends wash their feet and i'd take minty breath breath spray and spray it on their toes and i have everybody sit around on daisy chains sucking each other's toes so i could take pictures and nobody made me feel like a freak i didn't know i was a fetish freak quote unquote freak until i was in my 20s because nobody ever made me feel like one Interesting. Very enabling friends. So, like, when we play spin the bottle, it's like, oh, let's play with blood. So, people look at the scars on my forearm. It's like, oh, you were sad. You tried to kill yourself. I'm like, no, I was playing spin the bottle in high school. <laughs> spin the blood bottle. Yeah. And so, when we <laughs> play spin the bottle and you have to kiss someone, you do it with a mouthful of blood. Because we're teenagers and we're stupid and we didn't know about bloodborne pathogens, but it was also an era where I was, about to say, I, I was yeah. at least safe. So, yeah, it was all good. Now I know. But all blood about, via. Um, I know all about bloodborne pathogens, and yeah, I totally yeah. have all the test work. And I would assume so. Stuff. Yeah, especially now that you're. I mean, you're a fucking adult. No, but like blood bonded with said partner. So, or not blood, fluid bonded. The, the word used nowadays is fluid bonded. Ooh. Fluid bonded means saliva and tears and blood and, and vaginal and, and seminal secretion. Uh, well, that's that's a, that's the entire gamut. Yeah, that is the whole gamut of fluid bonding. Yeah. So I'm fluid bonded with my partner. That's a very that's a very nice way to put it. Uh, so wait, when it came to the blood bonding, uh, was that slicing a, a body part and then like drinking the blood and then passing it on? Yeah. Or okay, so it wasn't like an interior cut like in the no, mouth area. No. No. Which would be very uncomfortable, I would say. That would be. Yeah. No, so like something like no, here, so boom, nice. and then pass yeah. over. Like when I say here, sorry guys, I know you guys can yeah, see. Yeah, visual but like, like, a, like, like, a, like a forearm. Forearm slice and then like sucking the blood, passing it on. Yeah. Damn. A very, very understanding friend circle. Yeah, I, I had no idea there was anything unusual about my, <laughs> my taste. Who, what made you, what initially made you feel that it was unusual? Um... 
just chit-chatting about just with life with realizing <laughs> that it's like, yeah, I actually like to play the play. Like play with- Holy Jesus Christ, what? <laughs> I remember shooting for one of like the you leave major, this church bake off now. One one of the, the the strange joyous moments during hardcore BDSM for insects because they were like one of the um, extreme 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 mm-hmm. uh, companies and they would do things like they feed a girl ipecac and make her vomit type thing. Oh, but wow. I did a needle play thing with a dom there because I love needle play and she's like oh. <laughs> Let me show you this. And she had this whole little kit where, like, the little caps of the um, the the needles had beads uh, glued onto them because she did an arts and crafts thing. So Aww. she turned my ass cheeks into this flower basket with beads and things, nice. just using my butt as a pincushion. <laughs> and so, like, between being excruciatingly tied and in a really horrible position, um, she put a needle in my butt, and I go, oh. <laughs> and then something horrible happened. I go, ah, ah, ah. And, and it was just fun. But the, the people that are used to doing really, really extreme BDSM things are like, oh my god, no, this is too much. Not the blood, because they're squeamish about blood of all fucking things. <laughs> and and has it, it just just made me giggle. Because it's like that's that's where that's where you draw the line. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's so funny. That's actually one of the things I say the most on this podcast. Is it's like that's that's it. That's where you draw the line. Yeah, like the blood play, consensual blood blood play between pe- two people that really love it. But you'll do things like have you know weld elaborate metal contraptions that do terrible things to the human body and. Well, there's <laughs> yeah, and then when it comes to the the line you draw, everyone has that particular uh, yeah. thing. That it's like so one different. one of the things Scattered that's so, all over the board. Do you remember that movie Orgasmo? Yes. Yeah, where she, the girl comes out and things oh, like yeah. Julie Ashton comes out and she was like, "Who am I fucking today?" It's like, "Oh, you're fucking Julie Bob Ashton and you're fucking nice. James and you're fucking." I was like, "All right, but I won't be doing any ass licking today. You understand that, right?" And the director's like, "Yeah, I get it. No ass licking." And then like she walks away and he's like, "These porn stars, give them an inch, <laughs> take a mile," and it's like. But no it, rain. But it is that that idea of like you'll do this, but you won't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's always been interesting to me because I, I've I've had I had one girl. Um, I'm not gonna name her because I know she she wouldn't appreciate it. But like we did a video where she was supposed to do a sexy striptease while being frozen, um, and then well, that sounds like a contradiction in terms. Well, like you're doing the dance and your master freezes you. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, and how are you supposed to move if you're exactly. frozen? So, like, you're doing a dance and suddenly in the middle of an awkward pose, you have to right. hold the pose. Oh, um, is that where the problem was? She wanted to be stuck in awkward No, no, no. Pose. It gets better. Oh. So, uh, we had the idea because it was a sleepy video to do a thing where, like, as she's frozen, I would put a chloroform rag up to her face, let her breathe for a bit, and then she would continue. When I would unfreeze her, she would have to do the rest of the dance in this very dazed, stumbly way because she was under the influence of the drug. So here she is trying to be sexy doing the, the striptease while oh. getting more and more further drug during the freeze That's session. That's a portrayal thing that she didn't want to be seen being She busy. didn't like to be seen being that, I guess, silly. Like right. It was too goofy for her. She wanted to yeah, be. She it, wanted to be portrayed more in a sexy. I understand light. that. I stopped trying to be sexy in my career a long fucking time ago. But then I started to expand my mind as to what's sexy to who. 
Right, and for right. some guy out there, that uh, is some girl with her eyes rolling in the back of her head trying to just get through this routine is the sexiest thing in the world. So you have to like expand your vision as to what sexy or not. But at the same time, I'm also very cognizant of what people's self you know images. Yeah. And so when she said, "I don't feel comfortable," and you do have your broader definitions as opposed to you exactly. Narrower. And so I immediately said, "Like if you don't feel comfortable doing it, we don't have to do it. We'll yeah. just make it a, a cute little strategic scene, and then at the end, I'll." chloroform you and then do a carrying scene around the house or whatever and so she was like oh thank you so much and I was like don't worry about it like I, I can't imagine somebody forcing you to do this right like you know. no no really you are going to act goofy and floppy and sexy all mm. at the same time and yet feel like absolute garbage because it's totally not how you ever want to see yourself portrayed but everybody has that one I mean like some people have the limitations or we're like you know I won't do this because I don't I feel like it's gonna portray me in a negative light or I feel like it won't I feel be. like that about race play. Jesus, I was just about to mention <laughs> That's where I was going. That's so, it's so, that's one of those psychology things, though. It's a, so it's such a super specific thing, and I'm not going to judge anybody wanting to do anything like that mm. at all. But as a broad category, it's one of the ones that I really just don't want to touch on, and I don't want to be out there publicly. If I do it individually for someone, then I understand. I have the, the assessment that they are coming from someplace where this is this is a role play that they want. Mm-hmm. And it's not a, a, a negative they're thing. Not, and they're not trying to market, you know, or trying to make money off of it or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Then, but it's just, that's one of the ones that I don't, and like, and any type of shaming. But that's not true, because I'll tell you, small <laughs> penis humiliation. I'm all about the small penis humiliation, but I don't want to be that But that's a huge, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, no. <laughs> God damn it. Bedo boops. Oh, I was going to say, that, that was a, that, that's, that's a very, uh, how can I phrase this without being a pun? Um, it's a bigger category than you think it'd be. It's a substantial part of, oh, of the fetish oh, world. Yeah, yes. none, of it, none of it works. Yeah, there, there's a lot of it out there. There's a lot of it. But I think that's one of those <laughs> things where you feel like you're feeding into um, the audience. Well, the audience who, who, who bonds with that particular fetish, I, it makes yeah. sense. And it's not, no, like, there's no current, um, you know... <laughs> legislation being made against people with small penises. Yeah. You know, no one's lost their civil rights because they have small dicks. Well, that would probably yeah. hinder it. So I don't feel like it's that sensitive a topic. Like if it was, you know, when you're talking about because someone's poor or because they're black or because they're, you know, uh, homosexual, that's one thing. When you see a guy with a small dick, I'm like, if anything, like most of Congress probably is made up of, of your, you know, those particular yes. people. So it's all good. Um uh, political. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's a disparaging thing. So I try to. That's it, a. It's an interesting line to walk. Yeah. You know, calling someone a worm, calling someone a piece of shit, calling someone you know the scum at the bottom of your shoe. But you're you're directing that towards that one play. particular person who you know bought the custom. Um. Is but that, if you're starting to go broader. Yeah. But even if you say like all men are scum, like that, that's almost like vanilla now. Like, that's kind of a thing that, like, you, you know... Weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's guys at the point where that's kind of like, okay, yeah, all men are scum, sure. I know I'm not, but say that all you want. Yeah. And, uh, but back in the day, that would have gotten you in trouble. Now, not so much. So... So um, maybe someday we'll say, ha, ah, a teeny tiny little penis is nothing, will never be worth more than anything than a toothpick, then it'll just be a generalization. And most of the time you're talking to a specific person, you're not just speaking about the male, you know... Uh, gender in, in general, right? You're not going like all oh, males have small penises. I'm like that's a that's a huge. Ha. God damn it! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm 
I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> but that's a lot to take on if you're going to just... <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, okay. It's Sorry. a... This one little bushel filled with all the small dicks in the world. Oh, oh, oh. Right, you say it, I see it. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Although, really, the bushel with full of all the tiny penises looks like it's a giant bushel. It's just a, it's like a... Yeah, it's an interesting... It's a bowling ball bag filled with little penises. But, like, that's... That's that's the thing. Like no, you you're never attacking somebody. Uh, you're, yeah, you're attacking. See, I'm never attacking anyone. But you're. Like, but it, in it, anything, you're. If, if you are attacking somebody, it's the person who wrote the custom because they wanted to be right. Talked down to. Again, touching on that, it's such a it's an interesting fine line to to walk. It's like if you're walking around a mall on your life. It's fascinating. Like, though, I wore I wore a shirt once to a mall that said, um, "I taught your girlfriend that thing you like." <gasps> oh. And I, got, I like that. That's right. And I got dirty looks from these dudes. And the first thing I thought of was like, well, shit, I hope this guy doesn't try to kick my ass because that would suck, you know? And then yeah. I want to get my ass kicked in a mall. And then the True. second thing is... So 80s. Do they think that I just got out of bed and was like, okay, I think Barry's going to be at that mall today. So if I just wear this shirt at the exact right time, he'll know that I taught his girlfriend. just to him. It's just to him. If he just catches me right next to that Sbarro, like where the cookie uh, company is... <laughs> And I just turn slightly to the left as he's walking out of the bookshop. If he just sees it and reads it, because I know he can read, then maybe he'll know. Because <laughs> I know I can read. That I taught him, I taught his girlfriend that thing that. She, that, that I want to know what that thing is that he likes. I don't fucking know. It's but probably like, just cooking pasta with like salty water. <laughs> <laughs> That's why your pasta is so much better. You actually salt the water, right? Yeah, it's like I taught her. I taught her girlfriend that thing she likes, or I forgot how it was, but like it just like I wore it as a joke, and I was starting to get these really dirty looks from these guys who had minimal neck, and uh, or yeah, and then I, I was just like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. Like this is. That's kind of so. The generalization I was trying to make there was just like when someone sees a, um, a, a, you know, what is it? The something that's aimed specific, and they take it as a generalization. Yeah, yeah. You they take it personally. You can't see that. I, I can't imagine seeing a small penis thing and going like, "Well, she must be talking about me. Must find out where she lives." Like, I, that'd be fucking weird. Well, and there you go. These silly little creatures called humans can be awfully fucking weird. Alright, so so a couple And of, I'm not excluded. Well no, we're all fucking weird. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. But like so have you ever had a, a, any negative response from, from um one of your fans? Like anybody or not even a fan, but like uh, someone approaching you online and saying something very negative for oh, whatever yeah. it is. Cardcore hate mail. Uh, doing interracial porn. <laughs> really? oh, oh fuck yeah! Are you serious? Oh fuck! In yeah. this day and age. In this day and age, yes, How yes. Dare they? Interracial porn that makes me a absolutely um, inferior. Um, oh god, what was the word I was just going for? Um, sullied, which is not the word I was going for, but sullied. Yeah, defiled. That was the word I was going for. And these are from fans. <laughs> yes. Well, former fans. Some of them are still fans, even though I would defile myself and debase myself in such a way, which I find absolutely horrifying. I'm the dipshit that didn't even fucking know, because <laughs> I I don't I don't think that way. I, I absolutely don't see race. I mean, I see it because it's a visual representation of someone, but I don't. I'm not a racist person at all. I didn't even know there were different rates for interracial porn until a couple years ago. 
There are. That there are. I had no fucking idea because I know my brain doesn't work that way. Lower, higher? Is that higher. Work? Oh, good. Higher. No. Wait. Wait. Bad. Lower. No. Higher it rates? It should be the same. Wait, because so a who, human is a human. If a girl's fucking a guy, it should be the same rate. So are you artists, getting paid more would, to, to... I didn't because I didn't charge anymore. But there are girls that will charge more. Oh, I thought they were doing, getting paid more. If they're doing interracial. Because it's... Oh, that's fucked up. Isn't it? And I just... I mean, I've been saying that from the privilege... I honestly of thought that the male talent was being... Or, or even the female be. talent. Whoever the, the, the black talent was was... Holy shit. Yeah, no. Or his bank or whoever. no fucking idea... No fucking idea. Oh, this that's is new to me. Okay, guys, yeah, if you, that, that is, I'm that literally is actually thing. shaking right now. <laughs> I had in, no idea in, that was in the case. the mainstream porn industry is that there are girls that will charge more to oh do an God. interracial scene. Oh, and fuck. That's, I don't know if that applies to anything other than African American. I was wondering. Um, I'm, I'm because sorry. there are Asian guys. There are a few Asian actors. Yeah, right? And there are Hispanic actors. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know of any American male porn talent that would be like... See, I'm Hispanic, but I always feel like I can pass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't have the, the accent. You don't have the accent. I should have. I think I would make more money if I did. If I was just like, I want to wrestle you. You should be a good character. Because um, we're all about character. But then like, someone oh, would be like, you're being racist, even though you're Come Hispanic. on, I put on a Lucha Libre mask. Mm. I just go for the go for the stereotype. I could do that. I could do that. You have a total Lucha Libre mask? Why I, no, I do have one. But I, I'm, I'm a character called the... But wait. you haven't done a, a character for your Lucha no, Libre mask? No, I usually... I, you know what? The only character I've done... Uh, so I do have a Lucha Libre mask guy named Machine. And uh, sorry. It should be Mashi El Mashi. La Maquina. La Maquina. Yeah, 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 yeah. But wait, they just made yourself a girl. El Maquina, or does that work? Is that no. a feminine word? No, La Maquina. Sorry, I only really remember. Anything that ends in an A speak. ends up okay. being La. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah, you're right. That would be work. <laughs> but I never thought of making it Hispanic. I just thought of doing like a growly, like Batman voice. Oh, right, right. Because my yeah, friend uh, who plays Tiny, uh, who's six foot nine. I've seen Tiny. His voice is like this. And so I did a thing where I was like, my voice is like this. And then like we did a tag team. Can you call me El Grande? I don't know. La, gra- La Grande. La Grande? La Grande. La Cula Grande. Oh, yes, yes. And then we would do, like we did a tag team match where we were just both like basically growling at each other while we were <laughs> beating up on some poor little blonde. Um, <laughs> she do. Oh, she loved it. She was like, God, that was like riding a roller coaster. <laughs> but uh, I never thought of doing the like, hola. Soy el maquina. Yeah. Like, no, I never, never even fucking, oh, fuck yeah. never even occurred to me, because uh, I, I, I identify as Hispanic. Obviously, I was born in Colombia. I was, I have my, my family lives here. Like we have, I still speak Spanish fluently, but I'm very Americanized. Right. Like, I could never have married a Colombian girl. You right. Know? Right. I could never have done it's it. An, it could, interesting culture because mm-hmm. you have machismo and it's if you're not in it then it's so also you know what a lot of like old school hispanic girls don't really lean towards fetishistic shit <laughs> they're very um and i don't want to fuck i don't want to generalize but like a lot of uh i i did try to date All hispanic women but there's a lot of like strong ties to catholicism yeah and Which uh is awesome if you're into dressing like a dog. Sure. That's not what they were into. <laughs> oh. They were into missionary sex, having babies, and that was it. Oh. Which if that's your fetish, go for it. See, I'm Matter of fact, if that's your fetish, come to America. That's what everyone's doing. Mm. Uh I like I just want to dress like a nun. I can and play with incense. We can 
I, I, no, I can't do that in my site. But I, I mean, I don't know. We can have some parties with friends. But anyway, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that on another site that we haven't created yet. Oh, there'd be no cameras at this party. <laughs> We've had those parties. But like, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, so... Um, yeah, it's so weird. I never talked about that. I never really dated Hispanic girls, or, or I tried to, and it always failed miserably because they didn't lean towards that particular. There are generalizations for a reason. They're mm. not there for for no reason. If they tend to fit within the confines of the culture that they're brought up in, then if I was younger, you before I met my wife, if, if a Colombian girl had come up to me and and, and was like, you know, open to to a fetishistic lifestyle. I may have leaned towards that because I knew it would have been my my parents very happy to to see their their uh, son marry a uh, an Hispanic woman. But just she's like a European Hispanic. But she's no, 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 don't get me wrong. <laughs> my parents love no, but you're course, my parents love Jacqueline because they were just like because she's fucking amazing. Well, she's amazing, but also they were like, oh my god, he's so happy and 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 she's so sweet and she really cares about him and she takes care of him and he and takes care of him. And she's a badass and, and she's a badass and they, just a baby machine. She's not somebody that he is um, equal. Well, he he's he, I'm not. Uh, even though it goes against what they usually were, what they were used to when they were growing up, I'm not just taking care of her. Yeah, I'm not the husband taking care of the wife. We're both taking care of each other, and that was something that blew them away. And they were just like, "She has her own job." Why? It's like, yeah, what does she do? And I'm like, the same thing I do, mom. Really? You both run your own businesses? I'm like, yes, we do run our own business. It's not just one big business. I'm like, nope. She runs hers. I run mine. We collaborate, and then we give each other advice, and it goes from there. And my mom was like. Yeah, that that was it. She was like, "Okay, I'm happy with this one," but yeah. So, but yeah, this I like how this stemmed from like interracial. Right, 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 right from from the taboo things that are that are now and having negative feedback. I made some bad Antonio Banderas joke, but yeah. So yeah, that is terrible. I had no idea that women would or or men or whoever was would would charge more for doing interracial porn. I'm floored that I, I was oblivious. Because I'm usually more tapped into things like that, but then again, though I'm also you know happy go lucky like eh, people people yay fun. Well, everyone can be beautiful. Everyone can be sexy. I don't understand the idea of like uh, race entering it in any way, shape, or form. That's why I got to get you into American Gods. Yes. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Right. Right. You've read the yeah. book. I read the book. I read the book, and I want to reread so the, the scene, series. So the scene where um, the, I read the book not too long ago. It was only like ten okay. Years so there ago. is the scene where the Ifrit, the uh, yeah, uh, the, the Jean Ifrit, yeah, and he has sex with the taxi yeah, driver. Yeah. It is one of the most amazing sex scenes. Oh, is that that's the one where where she eats him? No, no, no. That that, was that's the, not the way, because I heard that was That's Vilquist, yeah. Oh, no, right, right, I'm right. Think, you're thinking of Vilquist. Uh, I'm, no, I'm, no, no, So no. it's the... Um, it's, it's the oh, right. Yeah. Got it. It's, one yes. of, it's a I'm huge gay sex scene in the book. Yes. But in the show, it is just like... I think the creator, uh, Brian Fuller, came in and he was just like, yeah, the scene in the book isn't isn't sexy enough. Let's, let's, we got to make it big. And like, it was just... Like, downstairs in that... TVs and on that screen, we're just watching it, going like, "This is actually happening." Someone's committed. Oh, that's to- the kind of thing I would go like this because it's so, if it's so big on the giant. TV, <laughs> TV, like, I can't believe watching this. It is one of the most amazing gay sex scenes ever committed to film. But not only that, but it and was mainstream. Mainstream TV. Yeah. Woo! 
So we've got to get awesome. you into that. But yes. anyway. All right. Well, uh, we're going to wind it down. Yeah, There's, right. God, we could talk. On the for, topic of gay sex. I know. We could talk oh, for hours. Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, but we don't want to. We don't want to wear you guys down. And most of you have already fallen asleep. Um, oh, and if you're waking yeah. up, just know that you waking up is a fetish. Um, yes, it is. But we are gonna have an it's amazing week with with Caroline. Uh, she yes. is. Uh, I feel like I know you. Right. But I feel like I. I was I'm explaining still... that to my family. I'm like your tribe. Yeah. Which is simplifies it, but like friends of friends, friends of the friends that I don't get to see all the time. But it's like it's a click. And you're friends with those friends, and so when yeah. I met you, it was instant click. So it's like tribe. It was weird. Like uh, I was talking to Jacqueline about it, and a few of the friends because they're like, "Have you met? You know, is this someone you've known for a while?" And I'm like, "You know what? I feel like I've known yes, Caroline no. for a while, but at the same time, the logistics of it is that, like, you know, two or three years ago at FetishCon, I, I, we would hang out a little bit um, yeah, before. Like a, Hi. They babe. would be like, you would show up, and you would be wearing like. You would be like we we would both be in non-con clothing. It would be like you know it's just like sweatpants, t-shirts. No, and then I appreciated that. But then we'd go to like I think at some point we may have may have had a dinner together or we just hung out. I at remember. The, oh oh, we played Cards Against Humanity. Yes, we did. And I met you playing Cards Against Humanity, and the next night you reintroduced yourself. I'm like I was just hanging out <laughs> playing Cards Against Humanity, but I have on makeup and contacts now. So and that that yes. That was right. the, no, that was FetishCon Against Humanity. Yes. Yes. Our friend Abby at the time uh, uh, yes. came up with that. Yes. That and was she, amazing. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. That was a fucking love cards against humanity. Any oh of those God. games like that. But then, like, last year, um, or even the year before that, like, there was a couple of moments before, like, that the con hit that we were just hanging out. And yeah. I, I felt like, this, this girl's fucking awesome. She's really cool. And then last year... It was the same thing. It was like, oh, we're chilling out, we're hanging, and I was just like, how have we not worked with each other? And then we finally made it happen. And then, like within like ten minutes of me uh, having you coming into the room and, and getting ready and, and 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 shooting, I was like, yeah, like we we're definitely I think we're cut from the same cloth. Yeah. And I think Jacqueline is too, and people like that. Like we just we're made from the same family, even though we never met. At the, yeah. You know, like if you just meet and you're like, holy shit, this this person is definitely. On that wavelength, yeah. And so, with that in mind, uh, I'm looking Try. forward. I'm massively looking forward to shooting with you yes. and and hanging out and uh, and making this week a uh, memorable one. Yes. Um, but uh, in the meantime, uh, we're gonna have to do. If there's anything else we haven't talked about, we're gonna save it for part two. Ooh, yes, oh yes, because there will definitely be a. Part oh, we're two. gonna get you down here whether you like it or not. You're gonna get a plate. Oh, whether I like it or not. Yeah, you'll get you'll get like um, we'll pay. I can see me on the plane in an arm binder and shackles like ankle shackles but i have a coat car- carefully strewn across my shoulders so that way you can oh you're see assuming them. you're on the plane oh I, I, well i'm not fucking walking so far. am i going in the back of a van no you're just okay. gonna be like can tied be up like a, and you'll be in cargo like, like oh, <laughs> no, no i just made this like i got totally got kidnapped in an ice cream van like do you prefer do you want, dry food wet food or dry food and wet food mixed what was the Pete Holmes thing? Mixed Every good girl likes the mixed. Uh, yes. Yeah, so we'll get you there. Of course I like the mixed. It's me. Just like some really badass... Like, I want a little bit of everything. Like Mad Max looking uh, uh, mailman shows up to your house. Oh, see, it's gone for me like buying ice cream now. It's like, ice cream, you know, you want your taco taco. Yes, I do want my taco taco. 
I mean, that could, it like, could have worked it that way. I, I'm totally fine. Just, just, we would probably do it more like a Jacqueline Velvet's video. So, like, you open a box and, like, a boxing glove just pops out. Like, plunk. And then <laughs> you just wake up here. Tweety birds over my head. Or someone's like, can you sign this and smell this rag? <laughs> it's like a special pen that as I sign hold it for my face and oh no my yeah signature and it like blows out the back yeah of a little like, puff of like white mist what was that no that's okay uh, get into this bag uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking to you because you're already passed out but get into the bag anyway shh, shh. they love hearing that nudge <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I have neighbors. But no, so we're, as you can. Oh, right, right. Yes. Yes, we're going to. Apparently, we're going to kidnap We're going to kidnap you at some point and bring you back. But please look for our stuff at skwppv.com, also sleeperkidsworld.com for the free stuff. And then for Jacqueline Velvets, we have velvetsfantasies.com. And most importantly, for you, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, I'm working on my website over the summer, but I don't. No want clip to plug stores yet. No. No clip for sale stores. I never wanted to be a webmistress. <laughs> but you are going to be. One. I will be because I plan on on moving, so I need to. I want, put, I, it, it's it's one of those transitional things. I finally hit the stage where I'm going to be moving, so I'm going to be working on my own stuff. Yeah. And less worried about traveling and working for producers. So, have so, you thought of any potential names for your? product it's, it's it's caroline dash pierce.com oh that's 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 mind-blowing i know it is well see <laughs> caroline pierce was taken by a stalker son of a bitch 2000 and even though i'm sleeping sure, com has been taken pretty too. sure that motherfucker might be dead it still keeps getting renewed caroline pierce dot dot net got put to someplace in the uh, east asia or east eastern europe no, someone bought superkid.com and never did anything with it yeah 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 i have some straight up are they expecting us to contact them and like be like? No, I know, I know my stalker because I used to own CarolinePierce.com. Oh, okay. then I let it go. I had a fan. Well, at least you were lucky enough to know your stalker. Like, oh, I just have stalker. faces in the bushes. Don't know who it is. Kind of push. Oh, um, uh, I was thinking pubic hair, um, <laughs> which would be so alarming to find a face in the pubic hair because no, never. I mean, but so I depends how much you've been Caroline, using that pen. Car- Caroline-Pierce.com. It's it's up, but there's like one clip on it. I haven't actually okay. worked on this. That's my project for the summer. Okay, so Caroline-Pierce.com. Uh, keep an eye on that, guys, because you're going to see a lot more hitting it yes. uh, in the next couple of weeks or months or, or years. Uh, <laughs> you have 20 years of content? Well, I've started never... collecting content around 2000. Oh, good job. Yeah. Oh man, so yeah. I, I never want to be a webmistress. But no, that's good know. though. You get it to uh, well. unleash um, hell. Yeah. Are you hiring anybody to like do your synopses or are you doing it yourself? Doing everything myself. See, that's man, fucking high five. Like virtual. High five. Let's do it for real. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. oh, God, that was satisfying. <laughs> that was. I do my own synopses too. I, I always get guys going like, hey man, who writes your synopses? Get writing. I'm like, thanks. It's me, man. I'll see you tonight at this one bar. Uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of how that goes. Like you, I'm too much. Of, I, I have the perfectionist thing where like I need to write the descriptions. Maybe eventually I'll meet somebody who knows like the names of the moves and stuff, and I'll be like, Maybe. right. But part of it's like just being a perfectionist, and part. But of the it's other just part like, is the specifics. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because I can't be, I can't have a guy going like, oh my god, Caroline Pierce versus Sleeper Kid. It's amazing. In part one, he puts her in this army rappy thingy, and then she grabs him in a leggy screamy thingy, and then some sort of body slammy thingy. And, you no, know, that's it's probably like, what my descriptions would read like, but for me, it would work. Yes. For you, it would not. But for me, it would be like, that's just called But body slammy thing sounds amazing. It just sounds like and a body like slam. And like screamy thing sounds fucking amazing. He picks her up over his shoulder, then puts her back down again. It's fantastic. Like, I mean, it's the way... It's badass. There are screamy things and leggy things and army things. And, and she's all mad, and he's all like, well, I don't care. <laughs> which makes her matter. Yeah, which makes her so angry. She'll show him how much he shouldn't care. <laughs> she calls You're him a... You're out, motherfucker. She calls him a pig, and then he throws her through a window. It's fantastic. But we, yeah, I actually have to put in the exact name of the hole. Oh, I'm like, you got to put in the exact, like, sugar glass window. It has to be, no. It has to be, like, you know, yeah, camel clutch, Boston crab, over the shoulder. We have to cater blah, blah, to blah, blah. Your, your fan base. Yeah. And, and so, but I have a couple of fans now that I've talked to who are really good writers and know the moves. So I'm very close to just going, like, hey, do you need some extra cash? Because I can totally pay you to write these synopses for me. Um... Yeah, there you go. We'll you you might you might have a. I mean, it might not work out. You might be able to source. It's nice though to have a fresh brain on something like that because then you're. Not, it's hard to do the same thing over and over because then you feel like you're in a loop. But if somebody else is doing the same thing but with their own take, it's not a loop. And there's also the psychological aspect of it of like yeah. you, know, you 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 knew what the people you're shooting are thinking in terms of the uh, the script. So it's like, Caroline's really angry at so-and-so because she defeated her in an earlier match. That might not translate to somebody else who's just looking at right, the match and like, it up. But I really know is that Caroline has a... This dark-haired like, girl. She's got a really owie hangnail on her right finger and she was pissed <laughs> off about it all day. So what she's really going to do is do everything with her left side. <laughs> How's that for a video description? Damn, yeah. That's... Is that hot? Yeah. That, you like that? The boners are creating themselves. I know. I know. So much blood rushing to the bottom God, of the... I know. It's all because of that hangnail. <sighs> hangnail fetish. What? Caroline. Hangnail. Boner killer. I mean... Yeah. Dot com. Yeah. But anyway, you know, so you guys, yeah. we love you to death. Uh, <laughs> yes. You yes, guys are the blood that courses through our veins. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. And um, we really uh, appreciate you guys. And thank you for listening. If you made it to the end of this, um, <laughs> congratulations. You've won nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> but you've, uh, you've... Entertainment. You have won entertainment. You've gained insight. Uh, you just, um, heard her, uh, just heard us talking about guns a lot because we were thinking Jacqueline might shoot Caroline for Right, we're talking joking stuff. Yes. Jeff was shooting me for a film and not shooting me with a gun. Exactly. Except maybe we should shoot Unless me with a gun. I'm fine being shot with a gun. I'm fine being shot with a gun. Oh, yeah. So, honey, she no. she has a really good death stare, apparently. I do. I'm known for my death stare. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, really if you want to shoot something, like, literally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would love to. If you want to murder one of your shoots. Absolutely. Well, good. So there we go. Yeah. So now we have our weekend plan. No, we haven't had a single model say that I'm known for my deaths there. That's really good. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's a weird... It's a weird it's, talent that thankfully... I have it too. Out. But I yours know, is right. marketable. Mine is marketable. And I can do the circular There's got to so be a guy like death site, right? 
There's got to be, because there's for everything there is that is heterosexual, there is also homosexual. And so you might not have a female audience, but you would have a male audience. Well, so I have a couple of... I, no, there's a couple of... There's at least 30 people, I can tell just by sales, at least 30 to 40 guys who like to see me lose. Yeah. But that might not be homosexual. It just might be they, they associate themselves right. with me when I'm losing to a female. That there's there's but, research that we need to be doing over the weekend. Yes, exactly. We should probably broach that on the <laughs> next podcast. But the death scene, like the death stuff, like I'm really good at doing a death stare, but I feel like it's one of those useless talents that... No, we'll find it. We'll find a place for it. I'll, I'll let you... We will. When we go to Vegas, you can film me getting murdered by somebody and then I can yes. do it. It's like, let, let's let you... Yes. Find the market. Yes, but, uh, I'll find the market. But once again, we want to make this an official ending. Yes. I didn't want to end right, cap right, right. it by just fading out. But... Uh, <laughs> Once again, uh, we are here with Caroline Pierce, who is uh, is amazing, and we are looking forward to shooting with her this week Absolutely. and also in the future. And yes. uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think this is gonna be a really fun week. And uh, in the meantime, you guys um, enjoy your fetishes. Be safe. Absolutely. Let us know all about them. I want to know all about them and enjoy whatever it is that we create for you to watch. Yes. Is there any way that uh, what would you prefer in terms of? Um, Actually, let me not say that in terms of contact. Contact. I'm a social media person. I'm on Twitter. I'm on. I have a Facebook fan page. There you go. I'm on. Fet I was going to say email, like, but yeah, no, I don't do emails. What's your Twitter? My Twitter is uh, at Caroline underscore Pierce. Mm-hmm. And or Facebook? I also have NSFW Caroline. Actually, I don't really fucking remember what it's called. I don't know. But whatever, it's on there too. And then and Facebook, my, I think Facebook it's is... at Caroline Pierce, right? Mm-mm. No, no, my page is um, Caroline Pierce official fan page. I think. Oh. I don't really remember. I tagged you in something. I, I just I don't actually look at my own page. What is the address? It says, hold on. Ha <laughs> What is my page? I know, I'm getting slow internet. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. Hang on. It is slow internet to out. Oh, that is the beta Oh, that's what it is. I'm connected to the internet downstairs. Wow, this is oh. riveting podcasting right now. You know now. what? This is, this is what y'all really want to know, isn't it? Yeah. In it. Yeah. Spent too much time in England. I keep saying in it. And you guys keep, yeah. <laughs> um, there once was a girl from Nantucket. Hold oh, on, really? See. What did the girl from Nantucket like to do? Oh. oh. There we go. It is Caroline Pierce official fan page. That is my fan page on Facebook. Good job. Yes. And so, yeah, if you guys want to talk to Caroline, she's always out there for you guys. Uh, so am I. You can reach me once again at imsleeperkidatyahoo.com. You can find me at Kid Sleeper on Facebook, which is a weird name. But it's <laughs> K-I-D-D and then S-L-E-E-P-R. Yes. Uh, and as for my... Mine is um, a page. His is a profile. Exactly. Mine yes. is like. I'm, I'm, walking, I'm walking a dangerous line. <laughs> and uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at sleeperkid uh, at, on Twitter. And uh, until we see you next time, um, enjoy yourselves, and we'll we'll see you. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Adios. Bye, guys.